Gotta rub the nipple really, really hard. Maybe suck on it a little bit. See, now you done fucked it all up by saying all that shit when I hit the button. Because no, you no. waited. Because you waited till I hit the button. Well, you know, we you had did. like four, four great cold opens prior to this. Yeah, but mine was going to be so much better than that. Because it played off of what we was already talking about. But, we just but as always, Josh got to fuck shit up. Always. So, let's just go into it. Let's go ahead. Right now, it is 7.29. <laughs> It is 729 on this swatch watch. On Wednesday. It ain't no swatch watch. Got a date. Ain't no swatch watch. Trust me. Too expensive. Girl is gonna do me. I was hoping you'd pick up on it. I I know poison. Not poison, it's the other one. I know poison. And now I'm gonna break on the name of the song. Oh well. All right. Dynamite starts in 30 minutes because we had to delay recording. So we were so, a badass show last night. We'll talk about it later. Goddamn right, we did. But well, we have to get our uh, Joker picks in. And male and female. This will be what we use for our tiebreaker. Okay. For the double or nothing. Okay. So after. What if nobody gets it, though? Then nobody gets it. We'll have to come up with another tiebreaker. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Are we doing full points for each or half a point if we get only one? Uh, a point for each. Okay. <clears throat> so, Josh, you are first written down in the order in the book. So, Give me who your... are your ma- what is your male pick? My male pick is Cesaro, Claudio. My female pick? That, on, not I, I, I'm so fucking sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah. Pay attention, motherfucker. Goddamn. Mr. Jump the Gun you know on every we goddamn do thing. Clockwise? Yes. Then counterclockwise. So, okay. question. Uh-huh. What if we have two for each? Nope. You have <laughs> to give <laughs> me Fuck the me. one you think. Because I can sit here and write a list and guarantee you, I'm going to be right on one of them. But you got to give me who your gut tells you it is. Because I'm betting you they started off with one. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be one. We and the other a, one's probably main event. We need to find a live stream. Watching real time. Don't you still have the... You still got sling? Nah, I deleted My TBS don't like working, so... Okay. Um, what, is your, what is your selection there, Wilbur? Fuck me. Never heard of him. He's an Asian wrestler. <laughs> He's not related to fuck it's, you. It's pronounced fook. Yeah. Fook you. Fook you. You gonna fuck on me? And that's not the guy that is wrestling Hangman tonight either. No, his that's take a shitter. <laughs> Even Cornette said it. Did he? <laughs> They're doing the, the, the while Will's thinking between his two. Him and Brian Lash are doing the recap. He goes, same thing I said. And I'm going to say this guy's name just the way it was spelled. <laughs> Takahima, take a shitter. <laughs> and Brian Lash is like, you're full of shit. And he looks at it and he goes, spell his goddamn name. He goes, T-A-K-E-A-S-H-I-T. Take a shitter. Take a shitter. He, but it's Takashita. He goes, no, it's take shit in America. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cornette was my spirit animal last week, apparently. <laughs> he has his moment. Come on, Will. Okay, I'll, go, I'll go Claudio. Damn, I thought I'd be done with this. i pick Claudio. Bitch, you had Gargano the other day. I'll take my mind. Jay okay. I was going to go with one until the discussion we had before we started recording. 
when y'all said it's going to be a debut, it's not going to be a return. Yeah, so it's not going to be Miro. I was going Miro. Or Cage. I was going Miro because that's a big meaty man. they did say that Cage will be back when they start the Trios title tournament, him and his new group that uh, totally nice. formed the Ring of Honor. Nice. Uh, well, could it be, I mean, you know those belts are going to the Bucks and Omega. Depends on when they start the tournament. Not until Omega's back. Not until Omega's back. As so those, he comes back. Going to the, those belts are going to the Bucks and Omega. It's going to be the Elite against the <laughs> That's when they finally split up. That's going to be the finals of the tournament. But the Bucks and uh, Omega become baby faces. Watch. Yeah. Yeah. They're easier to cheer for than Bobby Fish. Yeah, Bobby Fish just looks like an asshole. And Kyle O'Reilly. I like cheering. Yeah, but just the... the Regular wrestling fan just sees Kyle O'Reilly, his strut walk, playing an air Our guitar dude. down to the ring, and the then his, this guy? his, his badass striking in the ring. They're like, yeah, fuck this guy. Yeah. And Bobby Fish, anybody that can wear that mustache beard combo is a fucking douche. <laughs> <laughs> of course, there's Adam Cole, who's just a fucking baby. <laughs> you know, Shivani's got so much heat with him that they play off of. Oh, yeah. His uh, new song to start the podcast, the countdown. It's all about Shivani, and it's the whole Adam Cole music <laughs> and everything. It's awesome. That's fucking hilarious. So you're not going Miro? No, I'm not going to go Miro just so are because you going I Johnny said Wrestling? debut. I, th- I think Johnny Wrestling debuts. I don't think he's the Joker because you're putting him under, and they've <laughs> done that. That's not good. That's not good to bring somebody in that hyped up to put them over. But would they put him under? Yeah, they're put him under. Uh, because Lethal and his group could come out and, and fuck Joe okay. out of it. I can see Joe being the one. Would they taint the Owen Hart with a fucking DQ though? Just to further this storyline, just to get I it out of the way. They, I want to think they're better than that. Yeah, all matches are gonna have to. But according finish. to Dave Meltzer, two of the titles that Tony Khan had mentioned already having made, other than the trios, is a women's Owen Hart belt and a men's Owen Hart belt. So I nice. guess they're getting belts instead of trophies. The men's is on black leather, women's is on pink leather. Nice. So I don't know if that's something they'll defend or if it's just a once a year title like the Greatest Royal Rumble was supposed yeah. to be. But either way, I thought that was cool. And it might just be one of those things to where, you know, every year that's you keep that trophy like we're doing the, the tournament we're doing in November. Go ahead and put me down for uh, Gargano. Okay. I think I'm going to go with that one. And I'm going totally different than everybody. I'm going with Jonah, who, if you don't watch Impact Wrestling, he's the former Bronson Reed in NXT. Reason being is... Big, meaty men slapping man meat. I'll be good to Both Samoans. Both very physical. You can bring Jonah in. He's not a, a top star like a Gargano is or like a John Morrison has been that he could take that loss to somebody at Joe's level and not hurt him. Mm-hmm. Plus, before he signed with Impact, he almost had to deal with AEW. So I'm going with Jonah. Okay, so see, now we'll go I could, back. I could see that. But with it being, and they're hyping it up as it being a debut, and they're putting the big, it's the Joker and everything, I think it's going to be somebody bigger than Jonah. Well, really, because Leo Rush was huge. He was a Joker. <laughs> think about that. And that was on a pay-per-view, not a regular TV. Okay, that's true. That's true. And that's another reason I'm thinking it can't be somebody like Organo that's huge, because look what happened with the last Joker they brought in, which was Leo Rush. Uh, 
So now we're going counterclockwise for women, right? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> What's your pick for the women? Everybody's picking the Japanese chick or Candice LeRae. I'm going left field because of everything else she's done this year. Her contract with Impact is uh, no longer valid. Uh, I'm going with Mickey James. Nice. Ah. Think about it. She's been on WWE, Impact, NWA this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She can hit AWA. That's every major wrestling company. She could come in, have a great match with Britt, Britt put Britt over. It's not going to hurt Mickey to lose because of her star power. And it would help Britt. It would give her more bragging rights that she's beat a numerous time women's champion. <clears throat> and I'm probably wrong on both of them, but I wanted to be different than everybody else. That's okay. I'm a... You're going Jet Chick? I'm going the Asian chick you were just talking about, which I had not heard anybody say anything about that. And I'm just like, you know what? What oh, if they brought her? If you type in right now, Joker, female, Dynamite, she's the first name that pops up. Are you serious? Yep. Son of a bitch. So you're going with a group vote. Yeah, I'm going with Maki, Maki, Maki Ito. I was going to put Ito. Surprise, motherfuckers. That way, if it's not her, maybe Judge Ito from the LJ OJ yes. trial shows up. Lance Ito. Wilbur. Athena. See, I thought that's what was going to be everybody's guess. That's why I wanted to stay away from that or Candace. Her, those are three of them. Because just the other day, I said Gargano and Candace. really talk about is Athena. Again, she wasn't pushed to the moon. Even though she had an NXT women's title, I think they pushed Candace more than they did her. <laughs> because plus what they did to her on the main roster, I think killed Athena more. Yes. And NXT elevated Candace, so I think if she did came in, come in, she could handle the loss. All right, Yashua. <sighs> I'm gonna go tie it after. That was my first pick till I thought of Mickey. Kawaii. See, I, actually, it was Ty and Morrison were gonna be both of my picks. Right. See, I don't think it's gonna be Candace because she just gave birth a few months ago. I don't see her getting married. She's cleared. She's taking she's bookings. Cleared. Really? Yeah. Yeah, she's taking bookings. I was I would say Athena, All right, but fucker. So let's see. It is seven thirty-eight. We're gonna to try to get Will to see if his TBS app will work, or get Josh to. I'll find a stream. Redownload something so we can watch it. If we do, we'll break in at whatever we're doing on the podcast and let you guys know. Uh, right. Um, and if you're listening to this tomorrow when it comes out, you already fucking know. But, exactly. So you know, th- we're they'll probably be listening to this. We're tomorrow. wrestling fans, so fuck you. We want to know who it is anyway. Yeah. So, all right. Well, there's our open. Uh, we're going to let the sponsors talk for a minute, and we'll be back with some wrestling recap assistance. It's not the sponsors, it's the theme song, Nim. What's up, fuckers? What's up? Hola. This is where you say welcome to turn the book of podcast. Oh, I know, but everybody always says something after I say what's up, fuckers. So I was letting everybody get their get their shit in. But we're not back, so I can't say that yet.
Oh, okay. Go ahead. Welcome to another exciting, <laughs> enthralling, engorged edition of the Turn the Buckle podcast. A little shorter engorged with penis right now. <laughs> <laughs> I say we all get those. Will's penis? No, the short. You can have have my portion. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I am Jason Hampton. Josh Cox. Will Clark. I am Bean Thresher. Oh, Bean. 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 Bean Told you I shouldn't have listened to the non-naked gypsies today. (laughs) Flick the bean. (laughs) (laughs) Don't flick Will's, and they got nowhere to go. Oh, like you got a yarmulke on. Like he got a bag full of them things you sent us in a picture last night after he got home from the concert. Now <laughs> I want to do the chair dance. What did I tell you I was eating when I got home? <laughs> you did. Smoked sausage, little Dijon mustard, slaw and onion. Shit was hidden, hidden. Yeah, I was super jealous, but I Boys, had to go to bed. we got a lot to cover. Yes, we do. We do, so we're going to get straight they into some, it. Before we do our usual, we're going to reviews. There's some drama in pro wrestling, folks. Yes. Drama. Not only is there drama, we'll do the drama, then we got something to announce that is great, and we're already getting feedback from talent involved in it. Yes, that's awesome. So, Ow. The fuck? Goddamn! I just smacked you in the damn joke. He smacked the bitch out of you. you see the shorts. <laughs> no, I don't see the shorts. I see tank top. Look. God damn! I don't look like some shorts my daughter wears. Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> Man, put that thing away. So I got the legs for it, guys. Yours are wider than mine. I need a spray tan. The funny thing is, I used to have to tuck everything. (laughs) I didn't want to sit on it. That hurts. No doubt. Sit on it, Potsy. I'm surprised the damn thing. Does anybody else know Happy Days references? Oh, goddamn right. Okay. Potsy and Ralph. Josh, hit that light. I know. Will you change the light bulbs on that? I know. That's why I say hit that light. We done discussed this before you ever got over. We were here an hour and a half before anybody got home. (laughs) Be like the old house. We had a key when it just came in. This is so true. So, what we want to start with? We want to start with Starcast drama. Let's start with the Starcast just or, to get that because it's not as long as the other. It's, yeah, it's yeah. not going to take as long. So, everybody on this podcast is a Ric Flair fan, of course. Of everybody course. on the podcast also thinks that he kind of tarnished his legacy after the match with Sean. That should have been his last time in agree, a wrestling ring. Agree. In he, gear, he but, wasn't ready to go, so he did at a. Abominable tour with Hogan that was horrible. That they both bled every night. When, when you're to that point, and you got to bleed every night. It's because you don't have it anymore. Uh, his run in TNA, other than the shit with uh, Lethal, in my opinion, yeah, was, was non-newsworthy. One second. You see Wardlow? What's my man looking like? Mm. Well, goddamn. He's like, I'm going to take these fucking lashes. Woodlow giving me a lady boner. He got gray sweats on. He fucking does. <coughs> That's my dude. But, rumors have been floating around that Flair was training for a comeback. With Lethal. Uh, then, was... Well, then the video leaked where he's working out with Lethal. Right. And I thought, okay. He's just doing it to do it. I was hoping that's what it was. That it was just him in the ring, playing around, lethal, right. having a good time. Well, my good friend Conrad <laughs> posted that StarCast is coming back 
SummerSlam weekend in Nashville. Yep. We all made the joke earlier about going. More on why we decided not to go in our news section today. Oh, he's no sense. We probably need to do this. Just have a news section at the start of anything late breaking. Yes. I like that. And then we'll go into the review, but uh, more on why we decided not to do that. But after this came about, we did find out that there's going to be a Jim Crockett promotion show during the day, the same day as SummerSlam. It'll be an afternoon show. Which I'm totally marking out about. So we've decided that we're going to get together early on on SummerSlam Sunday. And we're going to watch this Jim Crockett promotion show. Uh, Conrad has licensed all the music for the show. So that leads me to believe that they're going to use the old TV music. Uh, probably some of the old talents music. Uh, then they announced that Ric Flair was going to be in a match against Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Well, it was announced that Ric Flair was going to have a match. Well, it was announced that at first he was going to have a match. Then it was supposed to be a six-man. Then they come out and said it was Flair versus Steamboat in a singles match. This is where this group's controversy started. Because no way in hell should Flair nor Steamboat be in a singles match. No. We were all four unanimously against it. Yes. And Conrad talked about it on his podcast with Jeff yesterday. And he said, I hope these are the same people that held the same thing against McMahon and Undertaker. And I did. Yes. I said Taker shouldn't have wrestled after he lost to Brock. Because mm-hmm. that's the night he got fucked up and had to go to the hospital. He should have been done. Vince never should have gotten the ring at his age when no. he first did. Ever. Vince so, should have never been in the ring at WrestleMania. So I keep that same energy. Yeah. A lot of people don't, but I do. And, you know, I messaged Conrad directly about another comment that was made on the show where he was talking about a buddy of mine. Didn't call him out by name, but I knew he was talking about Corey Hollis. So I text him, I was like, Corey, question mark? And he goes, you got it. Uh, and I told him, I said, I'm keeping the same big dick energy as you called it. I said, but with that being said, when I found out it was a six-man match and who the ma- who the other people in the match were, I'm okay with it. Yes. Uh, the match is now going to be FTR and Flair. And Flair. So Arn Tully and Flair. Basically. Against the Rock and Roll Express, and now insert another baby face here. Because Ricky turned it down. Yeah, because Steamboat didn't want to do it. So, uh, I was about to say, Ricky part of the Rock and Roll Express, dude. What you talking about? So, I throw Kerry Morton in there. I would. It's their last tour, and then he's him and Robert are done going with Kerry, but uh, that's a lot of controversy going on now. Uh, me, personally, I said once I found out it was a six-man to Jason last night that... Uh, it, cha- it changed my opinion that I'm okay. Still, still concerned, of course. Still concerned because he does have a pacemaker. He is 73. He's but the pictures he's showing, he's never been in that good of shape either, though. Well, you've wrestled a guy with a pacemaker, so you know it's possible. Yeah. I tried to. And I thought the they were ribbing me. The finish was taking him to the microwave. I thought they were ribbing me. I was like, so I got to finish. He goes, what? I said, well, brawl. Go Broadway. We'll brawl in the concession stand. I'll throw a bag of microwave popcorn in the microwave and hold him and make him watch it. And the booker, Mad Jack, goes, he didn't cuss. He goes, God damn, Ben. And I said, too much? Well, the other finish I had was a heart punch. And he goes, fuck, what the fuck is wrong with you? Still, I'm thinking they're ribbing me. Until he sees dude changing into his gear. No, Jack pulled his shirt up. I thought it was when he was no, changing. No, we're standing in the office, and Jack pulls his shirt up like this, and I see the fucking scar. I was like, so how do you want to beat me? <laughs> You tell me how you would like to go over. I mean, I can just go out in the ring and lay down for you. <laughs> then a few shows later, I threatened to put his buddy's nunchucks up his ass. 
That's not a beat the ship out of beat the ship. <laughs> the, the ship out of chip hazard. The shit out of chip hazard. And this guy says, I'm gonna whoop your ass. And I told him I'd take his nunchucks he had in his back pocket and stick it up his ass, make him a redneck popsicle. Cause he was trying to hide the fact that he had the nunchucks. But dude's fucking let's see, who's the small? Bailey Fry size. Oh dear God. No, he was that short, but he was fat. Uh, Copperhead wasn't fat. Copperhead was big. He wasn't fat, though. Yeah, he was. I was thinking the other one, that Kevin Ages was the fat one. No, Kevin Ages was a pacemaker that was in great fucking shape. Then who was the other one? There was three of them. Because Copperhead had the skullet with the red hair. It was Copperhead. And he had a gut to him, and he wore the fucking wife beater. Who was the other? There was three of them. I'll have to message Danucci and ask him. Not Danucci from Greece. I don't know him. But knowing that it's a six man now, how does that does that change your opinion? It does. Still, of course, I'm still going to be concerned. But yeah, it's better. Than well, I mean, anything can happen in a match at any time. I mean, look at fucking draws. Right. I mean, him and D'Lo both prime slip. Look at Habusa. Anything can happen. Uh, look at me every time I go to a show and how I. Hey. And I mean, it's one of those. It's like me and Ben were talking about last night uh, while we were sitting waiting on the concert to start. Uh, with it being a six-man, it can be one of those. Larry gets tagged in, goes in, does his deal. He hits all his signature shit. He hits the chops He hits the a corners, couple of chops. Maybe the up and over, the slam off the top, the bag off. The stumble out. Yeah, get his woos and his stumble out. The stumble out face bump. Get his shit in. Take, maybe take some heat on Punky. I'd say Punky will be the one taking heat. Oh, yeah. I mean, quick thumb to the eye to cut him off. Chop. Maybe yeah. maybe the knee drop. Shit like that. Yeah, you know he's going to hit the ropes through the knee drop. Yeah, so I'm I'm more comfortable with that. But, yeah. Uh, now. Let's get to some big controversy. Let's go into this other part of the drama here. Uh, yeah. And Monday Night Raw the start of the show they put up a, a graphic it said the main event is a six pack challenge it was Dewdrop versus Nikki Ash, Nikki Ash versus Oscar Oscar versus Becky versus Sasha, Sasha, Sasha versus Naomi uh, one rumor going around was Naomi was supposed to pin Becky they're saying now that that wasn't true well, the original was Naomi was supposed well, to Naomi beat Sasha. Was, yeah, that's what I meant. Naomi was supposed to beat Sasha. They're saying that part's not true, but Naomi was supposed to go over. Mm-hmm. On SmackDown, Sasha was supposed to go over. They were supposed to go to the next pay-per-view, Hell in a Cell, face the respective women's champions, and lose. And lose. To build them up, to build the champions up. Apparently, they talked to their producer first, who, from my understanding, Hurricane left the show early, so I'm assuming it's not being confirmed that that was their agent. Either way, they talked to their agent, voiced their concerns. Agent did his job, went to creative, come back. We're not changing it. They want to have a talk with Vince, have a talk. He says, let me think on it. Comes back and says, we're not going to change it. They go talk to Johnny Ace, leave their belts on the table, leave the fucking building. After this happens, they announce it on air by having Corey Graves publicly bury these two girls calling them unprofessional. 
Which same lies that are being fed straight to straight, straight from, from Vince. So people giving Corey help? No, he was doing what he was asked to do. Again, though, much like the girls, you got to pick and choose if that's a battle you want to fight. Me, if I'm Corey and I'm wanting to get back in the ring like he does, I'm refusing to say that. It shouldn't have been sent to Corey. It should have been sent to Michael or uh, the lead announcer, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, whatever Smith. He's your announcer. I was about to say Smiths, but that was a guy on NYPD yes. Blue. He's your ring. He's your fucking lead commentator. He needs to say that shit, not your color guy. The reason I think they had Corey say it is because he's playing the heel part of the deal. Right. So that's more of but a heel thing said, to that's say. That's going to get that heel more heat online than it's necessary. To where if you had Jimmy say it, then you know it's directly coming from him. Like I'm getting late breaking news that they walked out. Uh, you know, we're told they walked out very unprofessionally. The way Corey said it was a shot. Right. And yeah, he was told to do it. But if you can go back, there's been many times Ross, Lawler, and Booger T and Taz, they were told to say shit that they refused to say. So, can you blame Corey? Yeah. Fuck what Carmella says. Was he doing his job? Yeah. Did he have to say it? No. What, are they going to fire him over it? Fuck no. They would have sent word to Jimmy to say it. So... I didn't like that about it, yeah. but everybody's shitting on Sasha, saying this is the second time she's done this, blah, 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 blah. A lot of people are saying that she manipulated Naomi to walk no, out with her. No, no, that came from fucking came Ariane. From, from fucking yeah. Cameron. Yeah, she didn't. And look, she, she's been shit on for years. Yep. Think back to the WrestleMania when Total Divas started. We were at Tate's house. The first episode of Total Divas, the whole buildup was Naomi... And Ariane and Brodus Clay versus the Bellas and somebody else and a six man. They were dressed, they were in gorilla, and they never tell them until the show's over that their match got scratched. Remember? Mm-hmm. So, was that done just for TV? Maybe. Maybe it wasn't, but there's been a lot of times where she's got shit on. Like, she does her whole glow thing and goes out and buys a replica title on herself and has it made to where it glows on TV. She gets heat for that. But Edge can have, you know, his rated R spinner. Cena could have his spinner. Brian could have his eco-friendly belt. Austin could have his smoking skull. Right, and that's stuff that the company did for them. Well, no, Austin bought the smoking skull. He had it made. Oh, okay. Yeah, he had. He actually had two versions made. The one they didn't use on TV looks better because it's all nickel. Nice. Oh yeah. But so they also have a clip of Sasha on the Broken Skull session where she says, if I feel like I'm not being used correctly, I'm at a place where I don't have to put up with bullshit, basically. Exactly. Yeah, so WWE is not what it used to be. It's not the end-all, be-all. No. And if you think I'm lying, we can call Chad on the air right now. Right. Chad will tell you that it was a great experience, but being a WWE was not the great end of a career he thought it would be right uh he said he actually had more fun in tna and on the indies and nowadays you're in this position where you can make a lot more money on the indies and have less well not only that there's so many more places to go like you said right you can go wrestle at nwa and do the pay-per-views uh quarterly or bi-quarterly and do the tv tapings and you can do impact look at cardona he's made more money in the two years he's been released than he did Gosh. since he's been released he's made more money per year than he has his last year in WWE 
I mean, he'll even tell you. He's got a shirt out that says WWE was my developmental. Yeah. You can make more money. They don't even have to go to AEW or Impact to make money. There's no. a New Japan that would take female wrestlers. There's Shimmer that would take them. Start There's them. so Start many them. places they could go. They could boost. And they're both great in ring. Don't get me wrong. It's not like we're talking about Becky Lynch. They could both go. So it doesn't yeah. matter. Which I started to comment on his when he did the little cartoon face the other day. I said, that's horrible. Still not as bad as Becky Lynch. But I, del- I didn't. I would uh, have. <laughs> I didn't. You know what I think so funny? All this Becky Lynch hate started for me saying, she's just not that attractive. And then it just spiraled from Mine there. Mine started when she got that monster push because she can take a punch. Well, goddamn, give me the world title because I took Woody's and walked away. <laughs> but my thing Ask Tank He's like Oh damn I'll never fuck with you again I was like Why well, he goes Oh damn Woody hit you With everything you got And you cocked your head And looked at him I was like Well that shit fucking hurt My like, damn you know sold it Well you know sell shit like that Oh damn Fuck 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 I'm just happy Fuck Kind of like when you got me In Graceville that one time <laughs> And I just turned around And looked And it's you in the whole Locker room looking at me yeah. Like you gonna do something Yeah <laughs> And I was just like Yeah I'm just happy it's the women are finally standing up to them. For exactly. Them. Yes. Because she, it wasn't just there was Sasha. The, there was no this uproar when Austin did it. No, this uproar. Everybody understood. Oh, I get it. You're wanting to beat Austin on live TV with no build up. That makes no sense. But my thing is, is why I agree with what they said. We are the tag champions. Yeah, we've not even got to the rest of the point. We stopped at that. Basically, you're you're. We're your tag team champions, so we're, we're your best combination of two women. Right. But you're going to put us under. You're going to give us this opportunity just to beat us. And everybody knows you're doing it just to beat us. How does that help us? How does that help the tag division? Valid argument. How does it help the women's division? Valid argument. All the way around. Like I'm, I've made arguments like that for years, have I not? Yep. Uh, I mean, there's so many things they could have done right there. Instead of having the tag champs in that match... Uh, oh, have a minute. Have a minute. They didn't have to be involved in the finish. What? And do something different. Why does it have to be Becky? They could have done. Why not do? Okay, do drop. Give her a shot at somebody besides Becky. Give Nick. Let let Nikki win. When she goes to wrestle Bianca, she's expecting superhero Nikki. Out comes fucking crazy ass Nikki Cross, right? Hi, Boo. You got a reward? Aw, snap. Most likely to have a stash of snacks. (laughs) Fucking great. It's because I always eat in third place. Are you hungry? No. Are you hungry? hungry? No. Okay. I was about to say, I ate like 20 Chick fil A nuggets. Okay, well, there's some chicken teriyaki and rice in there. No, that's put up split for Jennifer and Josh. They they split it for lunch, so you can't have none. They some pizza rolls or something you can eat up if you need some. Probably in the She's bedroom. inside somewhere. But yeah, you know, they but, and they pitched because they wanted to work with Dewdrop and EKASH for the pay-per-view. They turned that down. Well, no. Originally, they were supposed to work them. Right. And the, they they're saying the whole thing the, about an stuff. issue with people is made up, too. Said so they had no issue wrestling anyone yeah. on the roster. Because they were doing the whatever Monday, and then on SmackDown, they were supposed to start the thing with For somebody Dewdrop to face Ron. Nikki. So they just spun that yarn about them being uncomfortable. Well, yeah, to make themselves look better. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, where do you go from here? Well, supposedly they took them off all live events throughout the summer. Still got to pay them. Yeah. 
So, what do we think? Not unless they freeze the contract. Do they freeze the contract, let them sit out, or do they release You freeze the contract. You can't freeze the contract, really. Because if, if you freeze that contract and you get a lawyer. Yeah, because. They're fucked. They freeze the contracts whenever somebody gets injured. But if they freeze a contract where you're not legally able to work, have you ever read a WWE contract? No. They're not worth the paper they're written on. What does an independent contractor mean? It means you can. Independent contractor is supposed to mean you can go Okay, so I own a building company. Mm-hmm. You hire me to remodel your house. Uh-huh. I'm covered up, so I can't do it. So I sublet it out to Josh's company. You can't say shit about it because I'm an independent contractor. You hired me, I hired him. Independent contracting means that you can work for who you want, when you want. All right, another example. I'm an independent contractor. I build a new Dollar General store. Mm-hmm. At the same time I'm building a Dollar General across the street, I build a new Family Dollar as well. They can't say anything because I'm an independent contractor. Right. That's the definition <laughs> of independent contractor. But how and is there's actually, gone? There's actually a guy in Congress that is wanting to take Vince yeah. McMahon to court over his contract. Andrew Yang. So Andrew Yang, right yeah. now, the best thing they could do would either be to let them girls go, give them a 90 day. I wouldn't even give them a 90 day. Or bring them back and make them work. One of the two. And when they refuse to come back, then you let them go. Because this is the this is the case he's been waiting for. Mm-hmm. He's been waiting on something like this where he can go to court with it. And this would do it. Yeah, because, yeah, prior, yeah. Because they did everything you're supposed to. They followed the chain of command completely. They went to their producer slash agent. They went to head of talent. They went to Vince. They went back down. To talent. Came back to Vince. He said, it's not changing, period. They went to head of talents. We're not comfortable. Here's the belts. We're gone. Did you hear when Vince got told? In no. Gorilla as the show was In Gorilla on. as the show was starting. After they showed the graphic. But that's one side. Yeah. When did they start complaining? No, this Hours. is when they actually walked out. Right. Vince wasn't well, what told I'm saying until is, then. That makes them look bad. And everybody's well, there's every- no telling how long somebody right. knew that's what before I'm saying. they got Everybody's spinning that story. But what time? Did the process start the yeah, complaining? Because they start. complained right. in the statement that because you they have had to be at the venue at noon. Noon, right? You have to be there by noon. So and that's where they're getting the whole eight hours. I'm assuming that once they got there, because you check in, they still got to check in. You check in, you go to the locker room, you get uh, creative, you go to catering, you come back and you work on creative. So they got their creative say around 12:30 one o'clock. So I'm pretty sure they went and got some food, talked it over amongst them. Sasha probably talked it over with her boyfriend who was seamstress in the back. Naomi probably talked it over with the Uso because they were on Raw that night. Mm-hmm. And they both probably said, hey, do what you got to do. You know, whatever well, you feel. my thing is, what is Vince going to do if Roman backs Naomi? Or Jimmy and Jay. That's their meal ticket. That's why That's why I feel like there's well, not a lot of heat on Naomi. They're I don't think either Roman. one of them will give an ultimatum. No, I don't think Roman's, Oh, they're going to back her because it's family. Family backs family. Especially with but, all the talk of her joining Bloodline. But Roman's done now for a while. Roman's going part-time. Yeah, and all the heat, quote-unquote, is, is on, on Sasha. Sasha. Yeah. Nothing's Naomi's being said about follower Naomi. at this point. Nothing's being said about Naomi, which is... Actually, that light works good for me to read this if I sit on this side. Nice. So we'll keep that going, but... 
I think if they're smart, they, they just let them go. Yep. Yeah. And here's my thing. You got two people that tell you we don't want to be here. Why the fuck would you keep them? Well, Mustafa. you're not going to put them on TV. Why, again, him. Why keep Why? Because he's too valuable to let go to go to the other company, but he's not valuable enough for you to have him on your But TV. who says they're going to sign him just because you released him? Right. No. Look at everybody that you released. They didn't sign half of what. And that's a common misconception. All these WWE marks and AEW haters are like, oh, they sign all WWE. They, they, there was a shit ton they didn't sign. That's Stacy Woman. Hi. Bye. Stop. We know what they're doing. <laughs> but there's a ton they didn't sign. So who's to say they're going to sign them? Right. And, you know, and they're not talking about Impact or NWA signing anybody. They're worried about AEW. Yeah. Tony's to the point to where he can't sign anybody else. Really. Right. He's loaded. Yeah, yeah. Right and now, I mean, right they... now we're hitting that, that three-year span, too, where the initial contracts are running out. They're, they're getting running. rid of some of the originals. Uh, they do need to pad their women's roster, so that would be two good ones to get in there. Well, they got great wrestlers on Dark. They got yeah. great women's wrestlers. They just got to... Get characters wow, and bring nice. them up. What is it? O'Reilly just went over on Phoenix. I knew that was happening. Once you go do the springboard into the cutter, grab him in the arm bar, tap him. And then Hardy versus uh, Cole. O'Reilly, Joe, and Hardy Cole. Yeah. I so, guess they're going to do the women joke in the main event. I think it's going to be Cole and Hardy. They're on one side of the bracket. They're next. Do you think it's Joe or you think they put... I think it's Joe Cole. I don't think it's going to be Cole O'Reilly. Yeah, I think... Cole, I'd rather see Cole O'Reilly. I'd rather oh, see Cole O'Reilly. The way this bracket is, I just don't want Hardy. Hardy don't need it. No. That's why I'd rather see... Cole, Joe. Cole, 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 Cole O'Reilly and O'Reilly take it. Yeah. Canadian. Well, not only that, but... <laughs> he needs that push, eh? Eh? So... I mean, we'll, we'll end this part of the news man. segment with this. Everybody say, hey, I, I back the girls 100%. Yeah, yeah. I do too. Because um, the way I see it is... It would be different if it's just the first time you've heard of stuff like this, but it's not. You hear about it all the time. But she just has the balls to stand up for her. Cause she does a lot, of, she pe a lot of people just takes creative and runs with it. I'm one of those. Jason's wrestled for me. You've seen it a little bit at RCW, but at RCW it's a little different because I'm giving them what Tyler wants. Which usually I think Tyler's connected with Jeff, our brain. Yeah, Jeff. I think so. Because his shit is right along where I'm at and what I would call. So I'll give you creative, but like if you can pitch something that makes more sense than I can, because you got to think when you're doing creative for a whole show, that's six matches mm -hmm. that you're having to do creative for. And when you're doing a weekly show, luckily I had help at UEW because we'd be booked two weeks ahead with creative and everything. And we kept that going. We'd book two weeks every Saturday night, me, Shane, and Jason. Um, but it's always good to have input from somebody else. But I think what got them there was Vince listened to them, took their concerns, went back to probably his producers and writers, and they said, no, we, we, we should do this. So Vince was steadfast on it. And the girls had had enough. They're like, well, you know, it's going to make us look like shit. You're, you're decreasing the... Why didn't EC3 get signed? Why didn't Strowman get signed anywhere? Why didn't Eric Young get signed anywhere but Impact? 
Vince decreased their value. Well, it went... I mean, think about it this way. What's one thing that Vince has always hated? People getting over on their own. Tag team wrestling. Tag team wrestling. And women. What else does Vince hate? Women. And people that get over without their push. Without their... Look at Ryder. And... Look at Ryder, look at Brian. Brian was able to get away with it. Okay. There's... Well, had he not been fucking a golden meal ticket in one of the Bellas, would he have got away with it? No, I don't think so. If Daniel Bryan was just Daniel Bryan and he married Mary Sue Beth from Tacoma, Washington, he don't get away with that shit. Daniel no. Bryan never gets pushed like that. He'd get the push, but he'd have went under to Triple H in the qualifying match at Mania. I was just about to say that. He would have lost to Triple and H. And Triple H would have went in with an Evolution three-way. Probably won. Probably. But look at Zack Ryder. I was about to Zach say. Zack Ryder's the most over motherfucker they've had except that Daniel Bryan run. Yes. And tell Vince. me how much help WWE gave him. Zero. Speaking of Bryan. Oh. He's on TV? Yeah. He's on TV. The whole BCC? Uh, him and Regal. Regal oh, Regal Jericho. Yeah. Uh, no, but there's one other thing that Sasha and Naomi have that Vince doesn't push. Fat asses. Color. 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 Fact. So they're... They got all this going against them. So they're now a think, now think African-American that. woman tag team. Now That's three if, things that Vince doesn't like. Now think if they don't let him out of the contract and Andrew Yang does go. Now it's a discrimination suit on top of a bogus contract. Mm-hmm. I mean, Vince, as much as I hate to say, Vince needs to be put in his place. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And that's that's why my favorite thing about the whole deal that came out when it came out is that that's Keaston coming out with Moxley. Yeah. Nice. Well, We'll, the, we'll, we'll the get quote, there. We'll get there. Okay. We just haven't done results yet. The quote that came We're out. We're in this news section. Y'all keep watching wrestling. The quote that came out that Sasha walked up, shook Vince's hand, and says, I hope you've learned something from this. I yes. hope one and, day you learn from this. And then walks away. I'm just like, yep. Good for you. Good for you. Now, do they bring them back? Don't know. That <laughs> wouldn't be shocking if, if they If they bring them back, does shit change? No. No. For six to seven months, it does. Then it goes back to status quo. I think yeah. he needs six to seven days. No, it's at least a three-week push. All right. Oh, Brian Bosworth. I thought he was dead. No, he's <laughs> in the front row. You sure he's not dead? I mean, he kind of looked like it, but I think he was sitting there. Okay. We went over Sasha and Naomi. We went over Flair. Let's go ahead and do this We went part. over the boob trophy. Let's do this one. We can do that if they need to leave. What's that? Oh, yeah. So, a couple weeks ago in our group chat, Wilbur sends out a text and says, Hey, guys, NWA is going to be on pay-per-view in Knoxville, which I'd already seen because the name of the pay-per-view is Always Ready, which is Matt Cardona's slogan, and all the advertising, look, it's all Matt Cardona's shit. It's all his logos. I don't even know if, I honestly don't even know if there's an NWA logo on the poster. I don't think I've seen one. I honestly don't look at it. Well, you can't. I sent some matches to the group chat the other day. Uh, I think I can still pull it up with this still recording. Hopefully. Well, let me hold on. Uh, just in case we lose it. No, it's still recording. That's all good. And okay. So Will sends us this message. Uh, 
about wanting to go and you know my out of work at i don't know why i said that twice today by the way it's okay um i was like i'd love to go water ticket prices oh yeah you can do that i forgot <laughs> yes yeah okay. on the bottom. <laughs> yeah at the bottom though but everything in the upper half is nothing to do with nwa uh so I was like, yeah, give us ticket prices. So Will sends us the ticket prices. And I was like, hell, I'm down. I can I can swing that for a ticket. And then, uh, so. Who framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> oh, I sent you. That was a badass picture I found, too. Yeah. Uh, Josh kind of half answers this. was like, fuck, I'd love to go. I was like, hey, that's fucking awesome. Jason don't respond at all. Thank I still don't think Jason's Jay responded. <laughs> no. <laughs> Some of us still have to actually work. Bullshit. We'll cut out the middleman and ask your boss if you can go. Not your work boss, your life boss. Her exact her exact words were Take him, please. Maybe bring him back. Nah, I'm playing. So we'll take it from here on, what, on what you did and what we're doing. Yes. Well, and how you decided to get here from what your initial plan was for that weekend. Or for that money. <laughs> so, initially... Well, not really that weekend. The money. The money. And I think you or I were the only ones that said something about being interested in going to that because right. of ticket prices. Right. I don't like you. Quit licking me. So, initially, I was going to try and get not tickets for SummerSlam in Nashville. And then, you know, NWA popped up and I would look ticket prices and I'm like, well, fuck. I can get all of us tickets to the pay-per-view and the power taping the next night. Great seats, too. For yeah. the price of one fucking ticket to SummerSlam. Yeah. So, we're making it a guy's trip. We're having... Leave early Saturday morning. Leave it early we're going to leave Saturday, and I'm going to just put the phone in the middle of the car and hit record. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're going to record a so, podcast on the way up there. But here's the other good thing. We'll let Will tell the other details in a minute. Uh, Jason and I have a lot of buddies that's on this show. Um, Jax Dane, Jeremiah Plunkett, Uncle Tony, uh, Alex Taylor, uh, Ricky's on the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kenzie Page is on the show. So. Ricky Morton called some of my wrestling matches before. That was awesome. Ricky Morton called me and wished me a Merry Christmas. I marked the fuck out. My kids are like, what's a Ricky Morton? <laughs> I was like, I'll take that question for 200 Alex. Right. Uh, but, so, what we're going to try to do is get, uh, I've got confirmation from a couple already that we can get some sound bites for them from the podcast. Uh got Jax. Uh, I think I've got him agreed to doing a full interview for the podcast. Yeah, actually coming down to the house and hanging out. Uh, yeah. Told him he lives in Nashville and I said well maybe one day like when you're down to Bakewater visits you can come down to the valley and you know we'll cook dinner and sit on the back porch look at the mountain and just bullshit. He's a Saudi Daisy Bakewell kid that's been NWA National World and World Tag Team Champion. He is the current NWA National Champion as we speak. He will be defending that against Chris Adonis, the former Chris, former Chris Masters, as we're there. So uh, we're going to have a good time. We'll probably even give you a little podcast 
after we get to the hotel that night of recap the paper. Oh yeah, we'll recap that shit like a motherfucker. And probably you'll probably have a bunch of stuff from us that week. Probably Sunday on the way home, we'll go over the paper, the TV tapings we just watched because I think it's like three or four weeks of TV. We might yeah, even so. post some on our tickety talkity. Yeah. If I figure that the fuck out, damn, damn, <laughs> Which as of right now, it is at J Hampton eight five eight three. Yeah, we recorded one, and we will reference it later. But you know, it didn't go through, so, so we're, we're gonna, gonna redo it Saturday. At, yeah, at RCW. So, well, not at RCW here before. Okay, my house. Probably do it at your house. Yeah, yeah we'll all be together there. Yeah, but uh, so we're still thinking at this time we're chipping in on tickets, right, guys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Will sends us. He goes, "I found us a hotel," and I was like, "Where?" And he's like. Merchant, I said, send me the address, and it's 341 Merchant Drive, which is the hotel I used to stay at anytime I went up for the fanboy conventions, or I went up to wrestle in Knoxville. Central location, Josh, you'll love this. There's a Taco Bell in the parking lot, and Mexican pizzas will be back soon. Oh, <laughs> Fuck yes. What the fuck noise was that? Don't leave me alone. And they have Dr. That's Pepper. That's his happy sound. And they have Dr. Pepper. Is that your orgasm sound? Mexican pizza's back tomorrow, goddammit. You'll find, I had one today. You downloaded the app, you could have got them yeah, yesterday the app, you and today. Get them yesterday and today. Actually, I actually had two today. Why am I lying? <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't let me have three. It's a two. I started to get everybody else to download. Send me your code. <laughs> but uh, I tell Will, I was like, that's a great hotel. Literally, it's like 10 minutes from everything in Knoxville. It's centrally located. There's a pizza buffet at the end of the road. That's where we need to eat. It's Fucking old a. school Oscars Pizza Inn, like the one in Port Overthorpe oh. used to be. They still got the video games. Hells yeah. Will has never been to Knoxville, so that's why I want to go as early as possible. Like, if we could swing it, I'd go Friday. We'd leave Friday when everybody got off. But I just want Will to experience some of the stuff in Knoxville. Even if it's just going to West Town Mall and shit. But uh, he said something about going up early, maybe hooking up with Shane and Menace. I was about to say, I'm down to go up early and get up there, eat lunch before we go to the hotel and everything. Yeah, I'm down with that. So y'all want to leave at like 8, 8 that morning? We can leave at 8, stop at the Cracker Barrel and get breakfast. Well, I was about to say, grab a shit, stop at Wendy's and get breakfast. Oh, we can just grab a quick breakfast or we're going to do a sit-down lunch. Yeah. 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 Wendy's. So about 8 o'clock. Sounds good to Sounds me. Sounds good right. to me. So Will sends us the hotel room. Is that going to be the Friday night? Everybody sleep over here so we just get up and go? <laughs> I think we're going to Canton to watch wrestling still. Oh. I mean, we can crash at my Since house. we're not leaving Friday. Well, yeah, I mean, we don't have to. We don't have to do camp. We can do we can another do, time. Yeah, because I mean, any Friday you get off early, we yeah, can go. We can as just, long as we, like yeah. I said, if we leave by, yeah. can come crash. Maybe wait when work slows down a little bit. Yeah, I can sleep when you're a recliner. I can't lay down to sleep right now. That's fine because that would actually save time if I was here because we could just hit the interstate right here and. Uh, yep. mm -hmm. Yeah, instead of having to come to my house, go all the way back up through Fort Oglethorpe. But he sends me the hotel information in our group chat, and I was like, yep, that's the hotel. And he's like, it's so much per night. He goes, for two rooms, it's going to cost us. And I was like, wait a minute. Why do we need two rooms? It's only four guys. Yeah. Right. Me and Jason will take a bed. We already have date nights. And we're going to make romance <laughs> happen. It's not the How first time How you know time I want to talk him... about me and him? <laughs> I mean, it's not the first time me and Josh have shared a bed. Nope. But what if you come in and there's roses on the bed and <laughs> candles lit? Oh, Will, you shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make a call tomorrow to the hotel. 
Little chocolates on your pillow. So those aren't Hershey kisses. So we're we're gonna have a boys' weekend. Uh, last night, well, we'll get to this one. This will be our next news piece in a minute. The concert. Yeah. Uh, Jason and I went to a concert last night, and uh, I looked at him. I was like, "Hey, man, this this is cool." And you know, the band's and these aren't playing yet. I said, "I'm really looking forward to this." And the guys trip coming up, and I said, "You know, we should we should do this once a year." Yeah, just, I mean, just, just try to get out because Jennifer's reasoning behind not putting up a fuss with letting you go made total sense. Right. If you guys know anything about us personally, Jason, Josh, and I—it's our kids and family first before we do anything for ourselves. With Will, it's everybody else but Will. Yeah. Point proven. Hotel, tickets for his boys. <laughs> so I said, we need to do the, and Jennifer was like, you know, you guys all deserve a weekend to do something for yourself. And at first I thought we were just going to do the pay-per-view. Then she was cool with us coming back late on Sunday. So we're going to pop and do the TV tapings too. Good times. But I pitched to Jason that we need to do this yearly. Yes. Not even centered around a wrestling show, which yeah. As big, of Mark, as big as Marks as we are, we could find one if we really wanted to. Yep. Or we could just, you know, hey, let's go to let's go to Six Flags and stay in Atlanta for the weekend. Or let's just go to Atlanta for the weekend. Fuck yeah. You know, World of Coat, the college football, football. Hall, we're all college football fans. The college football. Go watch a Braves game. Go to the college football. I mean, so much shit. Go to Nashville for the weekend and just bar hop listening to music. I can't do a Braves game yet. Well, this will be next year. We've already got this year's plan. Okay. I can't, <laughs> so we're doing a Braves game this year. Remember, I, we had all agreed family's going to do a Braves game. Yes. Yeah, I can't go to a Braves game until I take Emily. Well, we, well, we can do that. And if, Actually, if they start uh, fucking winning. The weekend of my birthday, I'm, they're playing the Phillies. Oh, That would be perfect to go to because we all hate the fucking Phillies, except Kenzie, she's a Phillies fan. So that would get everybody included on that. Randomly, my little brother growing up was a Phillies fan. Oh, back then I liked them. They had Mike Schmidt and all those guys. I was a Cub fan with Sandberg and all that. But No, he was later. He was John Crook and Lenny Dykstra. Well, how could you not like Lenny Dykstra? He was the legit wild thing. How could you not like John Crook? Yeah, he bled on the field. <laughs> but, uh, so thank you, Will, for being so yeah, kind and such so a great no friend. Doubt. Uh, we're looking, thank you very much. We're looking forward to it. going to be a good time. Let's wrap up news of what uh, we did last night, Jason. Huh? There ain't no tell. Oh, wait. What the fuck's going on? Oh. Santana, Ortiz, and Kingston was kind of getting in the Blackpool's face and Regal keeping them separated. Oh, nice. Davey let Vixen out of bed. Who's Vixen? The cat? The cat. Oh, wow. But, uh, yeah, last night we wound up, Benjamin and I, uh, went to a concert here at a venue downtown in Chattanooga called The Signal. Which is a badass concert venue. It is. It, it, was, would be a, it was awesome. It'd be a badass place to run a wrestling show. Yes. it's a stand, They have chairs up top. That's your $50 seats. Well, it's $50. Well, for, I was about I'm to say, sure, last night was 50 The other I'm ones sure are going to be go more. Up. I'm sure uh, Pop Evil will be more because this is actually on right. their tour tour. Uh, but... Nice. <laughs> a little bassy. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't care for it. He's angry. <laughs> but, uh, great venue. Jason and I, with me just having next surgery, found us a place to sit right by the side of the stage. Got me a guitar pick. We're so close. We sat in the handicap section. Hey, bitch. <laughs> I do what I got to do. Oh, I know. Wait, it it wait, worked out. What is joker. this? Uh, hold on, folks. Female Joker. Let me turn to that page. <laughs> so it's not main event? 
it may be. I don't know. It's nine thirty-three. But well, Britt's got to do her whole entrance. But yeah, we had a uh, hell of a time at the concert last Opening night. Opening band the was phenomenal. Naked Gypsy Queens, they're absolutely amazing. Make sure you type in Naked because Gypsy Queens by itself is a band and it's not good. <laughs> but Jason and I talked. It might be good, just depends on. It wasn't good for my <laughs> too. It wasn't good when I knew what I was trying to listen to. Uh, no, these Jason guys were badass. We always like. The opening acts, the lesser known acts, are probably better Even than the big Even the acts. first Honeybee Festival, that girl, the girl lead singer that did the, yeah. the metal band, uh, was great. Uh, you would like the Naked Gypsy Queens. You would yeah, think their good. lead singer was Howitt. Turn it, pick it up and show it over here, too. It is Makito. Huh? Jason wins. I absolutely fucking love her and don't know why. She's the cutest. Kawaii. <laughs> okay. So Brit's over on that one. Yes. Uh, and then the headliner was Mammoth, MVH, or WVH. WVH. Wolfgang Van Halen. Van Halen. Or as he calls himself now, just Wolf. Wolf, yeah. He posted a picture on his Facebook of him and his mom at the Grammys. Nice. She's still gorgeous. Oh, no doubt. She's still gorgeous. And uh, for those of you who haven't put two and two together, yes, that is Valerie Bertinelli and Eddie Van Halen's son. And he can shred on the fucking guitar just like his dad. No doubt. He was so fucking good. He's got a great fucking voice. If there was not copyright, we would play something for you. Yeah, I recorded a quick quick 30-second little snip. Will's got a brain fart. What is this? She's apparently in NXT. Who is that? Thea Hale. Who's that? I don't know. Oh, more breaking news. Uh, Smiley Kylie. What was her name? Kylie Ray. Has quit wrestling again for mental illness. Oh, Lord. This makes the third company she has walked out on due to mental illness. At this point, I'm not saying anything. Right. I'm just posing a question. Is it legit? Or did she get? Or is it a scapegoat? Right. Because she did the same thing with NXT, AEW, and now Impact. Like I said, for anybody that suffers with, okay, I'm not... I like Maki Ito now. Huh? I like Maki Ito. Oh, yeah. She stomped on her foot, shook her ass, and... <laughs> I'm not making a lot of it. I'm just asking a question. Right, and I can see I can see you saying that because, like you said, it is three different things, three different places she's walked out of saying, you know... Screaming mental illness. Right. So I we'll mean, see where that story develops and more on that. But I really think having this news in is a good segment before we go right into the recap. I do too. And our recaps, we're going to do a little different. We're, gonna we're go not going to go well, in before depth. Before that, we've got one more piece of news that we have to do. Which is the new way that we're going to crown contenders for the boob tournament. No, the boob cup. Oh, the boob cup. That way we can go ahead and do odds why everybody's here. All right, so we've and already gone we've gone over all this. One of the reasons we've done this was we made the joke about Jeff. So usually mine and Jason's picks are 100% the exact same. Maybe one off. There may one be or two, two matches different, which means if he gets one and I get one, guess what? We, we still, still tie. So to, instead of having three people going for the boot cup, Jason and I sit out here for an hour after the podcast last week. Literally. Shit you not. We finished a two and a half hour podcast. We were still here for almost four. 
That's when Jennifer says something about maybe you won't be out of, out recording till 11, 12 o'clock. We weren't. We weren't. We had a two and a half hour podcast and we were still sitting out here just shooting the shit and talking and being like, yeah, we need to do this. We need to do that. But uh, how we're going to do it, since we have two that are so close. Which they've not heard it yet. Josh is our reigning and defending boob champion. Josh is the boob champion. We he filmed took it. it and of course it went. he, he wanted it WrestleMania backlash. So we're going to explain to you what's going to happen, how we're going to determine his challenger. It's not going to be all four of us anymore. You're going to have one challenger going against the champion and the two other guys going for number one contender. Well, that's how we're doing it. This time. Well, it's not even really that. We're going to do a tournament where he's putting the boob cup up in the tournament. Right. Uh, because we have two pay-per-views that are so close. You've got Double or Nothing and you've got Hell in a Cell. Literally yep. back to back. Yep. You got them one weekend and one weekend. So instead of having crowning a champion at double or nothing and then going and crowning a new champion at Hell in a Cell. He's saying you can't keep it two weeks in a row is what he's saying. Yeah. My fuck. Well, fucking see. But no, we're going to... Uh, Josh, you already have your number one slot in the tournament. Yeah. So... Will, Ben, and myself are going to shoot evens and odds. And I know people sitting out there, some of you know what that is, some of you don't. Basically, we're going to one, two, three, shoot, and we're either going to hold up one finger or two fingers. That way, there's probably going to be one in, there's going to be a two and one. Or we all do the same thing. Or we all do the same five thing. Five fucking hours. <laughs> I guarantee we shoot the same thing <laughs> at least once. And whoever is the odd man out. The odd man out is going to take on Josh. At double or nothing. And the other two will take on each other to see. And then the winner of those two will winner face each Josh other. Winner of Josh and this guy will face the winner of the other two at Hell in a Cell. And then to determine going forward, we're going to do random ass stupid games. Yeah, we're going to we put those. We play a hand of 21. We're going to put those on TikTok, have some fun. We may have the Don't Bust the Water Balloon filled with ice water in December. Uh, That's the one I thought of. I think that'll be fun. <laughs> we may do a dick measuring contest. God damn it, I lost again. <laughs> <laughs> Will's just laughing. He's like, I can't wait for this game. <laughs> I'm excited. I only want to see one. Josh. <laughs> I mean, just go ahead. I mean, shit. I mean, I came real close that one night. <laughs> when you threatened to kick him in the dick and he just whipped his shit out. What happens, he was drunk and What shit. happens in Knoxville stays in Knoxville. He's already said he's getting drunk. I've already got drunk a while. We're going to limit your drunk, though. Yes, I'm I not know my limits Because I don't have Drew's patience. No. <laughs> Well, he had to have the patience. He's the one that fucking gave me the shit. Okay, so. What is it? Oh, I was looking. Yeah, you won. All right, so I got the dip okay, out, so I'm guys. The only one that, you're the only one that got any of them, right? All right. Love you, buddy. Have fun. You want to see who's challenging you first? Yeah, do it. All right, so we'll shoot. We'll go one, two, three, shoot. One, two, three, shoot. I told you, we're going to shoot this. <laughs> I was really surprised everybody didn't have the third finger out. All right, All right. so you will face Will. And we'll, it's going to be Josh and Will, and it's going to be me and Benjamin. 
And then whoever wins between y'all will face both of us in a handicap match. <laughs> oh, fucking A. All right. Well, uh, we're not going to take too long going through these reviews. It's mostly going to be this is who wrestled this person. This is who won. Uh, just real quick to get through them. If you want to hang out a second, Josh, we can probably fly through this if you got any comments on any of it. Uh, we'll start off with NXT from Tuesday night. We had Toxic Attraction starting the show off defending the women's tag team titles against Wendy Chu and Roxanne Perez. Uh, Toxic Attraction retained the belts. I love Toxic Attraction. Uh, good match. Not a fan of Wendy Chu. I just love Toxic Attraction. Uh, Gacy comes out and cuts a promo. He's got two followers, so now he's got a cult. Uh, next, they announced the women for the women's breakout tournament. Uh, Nikita Lyon, Ariana Grace, Roxanne Perez, Kiana James, Lash Legend, Tatum Paxley. And the first match was Sloan Jacobs versus Fallon Henley. Fallon Henley won. Okay. Nikita's going to win that tournament. Oh, yeah. Uh, Legata Del Fantasma, Tony I don't D. think so. I think Roxanne Perez is going to win. I think something's going to happen to where... I haven't seen the brackets, but something's going to happen to where Nikita and Lash get each other... She's already beat her. Lash is horrible. I would have said I agreed with you until we got to the main event. We'll get there in a minute. Okay. Uh, Legata Del Fantasma and Tony D'Angelo's group are doing bad mafia movie skits. Yeah. I mean, horrible. Uh, and I love yeah. mafia movies, but this shit's bad. Uh, That's horrible. Amari Miller made a return since getting a concussion by that clumsy-ass, non-working Lash legend. Okay. She uh, lost to Alba Fire, which is the former Kaylee, Kylie Ray from NXT UK. I hate them changing people's fucking names, Me especially too. when they're established names. Solo Siaka does a promo. This motherfucker's over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's... Probably more over than Braun Breaker. He's probably the most over guy on the roster. Does a promo with... If you uh, don't know, that's the other Uso. Yeah, and the crowd knows it, and they let everybody know. These. But uh, he comes out, wants another shot at Cameron Grimes. Melo and Trick come out. They want a shot. Uh, Cameron Grimes comes out, gets face-to-face with Solo, gets booed out of the fucking building. And Cameron Grimes is an over baby face. Yeah. Leaves with him, with Solo saving Cameron Grimes and set up for a match that they had last night. We'll cover that one next week. Uh, Grayson Waller and Tiffany Stratton against uh, Saray. 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 Saray and Andre Chase. Andre Chase is the fir- former uh, Bravado brother. Heck, uh, can't remember his first name from North Carolina. He wrestled in his uh, Dickies, his button up, and his sweater with his Air, his, uh, Air Jordan 11 patent leathers. Nice. Really good match. Uh, Saray and Andre take it. Six, number six was uh, women's breakout match. Nikita Lyons beat Ariana Grace. Battle of the booties in that match. Ariana Grace got a fat ass too. Main event was Natalia versus Cora J. Legit 32-minute match. Nice. nice. Natty over. Cora J. refuses the tap and the sharpshooter passes out. Natty picks her up and hugs her. That's why I think Nikita's going to win. Had, had Natty stayed heel, she would have fucked her out because she told her she was next. Uh, that'll bring us to smack. Well, is that actually turning her baby, or was that just emotion that... I think it's baby, because I think she did all that to get the best out of Cora. I think that's the story they're trying to tell. Okay. Because she's still running but heel I've been, on... I've been duped before, so it could be to where she does that to maybe think make Nikita think she's not. 
Because she's her. still running heel on the main roster. Maker thinks she's not going to fuck gotcha. her. Gotcha. Well, we'll see how long that lasts with them losing their baby faces. Mm-hmm. That brings us to SmackDown. RK Bro segment to start the show. It read to be great. Uh, Zane's trying to get into the bloodline. That's yeah. Basically, he's basically trying to be their henchman. their henchman to take care of Nakamura. Uh, first, or it's Riddle versus Zane. Riddle went over. Uh, he actually didn't hit a RKO out of nowhere. He hit the Bo Derek. Yeah. Bro Derek. Bro Derek. Uh, Rousey Open Challenge was answered by Raquel Rodriguez, which everybody knows her as Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, Rousey Apparently over. it was a good match. Good showing for Raquel. Yeah, they shook hands after to keep from both babyface. Uh, Corman jumps Madcap, destroys the Andre Trophy. Madcap leaves on a stretcher. Destroyed it on his face, didn't he? Yeah. Uh... Team Bad beat Natalie and Shayna for the tag, the twat tags. That's what I wrote down. Natalie. <laughs> Natalia. You're going to get us canceled. Wait. <laughs> Natalia Shayna the new tag champs? No, no. No. Team Bad beat them. Oh, Team Bad. Uh, fourth was Kofi versus Butch. Butch won. Apparently hopped the guardrail and left and didn't celebrate with... Uh, then he came back. Later. But then yeah. showed up on the then, ramp. Then with... came back, back through the crowd. Uh... Main segment was Bloodline RKO promo basically sets up the unification match for this week on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any questions, concerns, comments? No. I don't think they're going to unify the belts. No, matter no what they're not. They've already said that they're going to have the match but not unify the belts, which to me is stupid. What kind of finish are you going to come up with? Another DQ. Well, then you should have a commissioner authority should come out and be like, ah, Adam Pierce be like, you know, we're not going to do this shit. We said this, but whatever. And, you know, like Jason said last week, because WWE. Well, I mean, they're... Because it's tag team wrestling and they don't give two fucks about it. To go back about what we were talking about earlier with the Naomi and Sasha walking out, they're going to say... They're going to shit on them because they can't deliver the match that they were advertising. But how many times have they advertised a match when they knew that somebody wasn't going to be there? Exactly. I mean, what was it? They were advertising, what was it, Cena for the longest time, knowing no, he wasn't going to be, be there. there. And it was a fucking pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. This wasn't just a, hey, we're going to throw up yeah, a graphic at the start TV of a show. quick or anything, no. But that brings us to Raw Monday night. Of course, we've already went over this. It opens with a graphic for the six-pack challenge. Uh, go right into the cage match. See, I segued right into this there shit. There you hey, go. Yeah, motherfucker. I'm go right into the cage shit. match with Almost versus Lashley. Creative finish has been done before. Yeah. Throws him through the cage. Yeah, Lashley true. steps out. I get it. Almost is still limited in what he can do. Not a bad finish. But booking one on one tells you once the baby face avenges the heel, the angle's dead. Mm-hmm. That unless, should be unless the almost would have got back on him, or they saved Cedric for right there, where Cedric attacked him after being in that that fight. Then Omos and MVP get him. Then you can keep the angle, and they're going to keep the angle going, but that's Keith Hart booking. It's bad booking. Well, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, shit. They could get away with this because it was a fluke. They could have done this even because when he first went out, his feet didn't touch the ground. They, they were on the had, cage. They should have had almost step out. They should have had Cedric jump on him and kept it to where he couldn't get off and the cage almost and almost out get out. Yeah. yeah. But then we have uh, Ali versus Theory. Me a special guest referee. Theory's like, you don't have a match against me. You're not ready for that. Your opponent is beer in my hand. Beer in my hand. Beer in my hand squashes Ali. 
Next was Riddle versus Jimmy Uso. Riddle wins again. Yeah, they, he's beat the Usos like five straight matches. Mm -hmm. So you've got to give the Usos a win back at this point. Then you've got the club, AJ and Finn. Uh, they invite Liv to come to ringside. At first, she's like, I don't know. They come back from commercial. She comes out first. They wrestle Los Lotharios. And oh my fucking God. What a match. Nice. What a fucking wrestling match. But I can match. see that because Lotharios are good. Let me emphasize that again. Listen to the middle word. Wrestling. What a fucking wrestling match. Benjamin, it's a sports entertainment match. No, that was a wrestling match. <laughs> at the end of it, Finn and AJ throw the two sweet up. Liv looks at him, goes to hug. They say no hugs. She throws the two sweet up with them. Crowd leaves happy at that one. No, the pictures that I saw, Finn's face in that one Yeah, Finn picture. didn't look happy. Cause he, no, because no, there was one picture he's like. Yeah, but it kind of <laughs> like AJ might have been, uh, you know, if it wasn't AJ, boning on the side. <laughs> uh, next, we had Alexa versus Sonya again. A little bit longer this time. Same outcome. Fucking four minutes. Well, no, it wasn't the same outcome. This was just a straight DDT this time. But Sonya planted it well. She looked good. Next is 10 o'clock, so it's the build up to the Cody promo that we've seen in the bottom third for the last hour of the show, which I love Cody, but I hate that. Mm -hmm. They did it the week before with the Cody match. I don't need to know that shit. Just fuck. Bring him out. You have nothing else. There was nothing on Monday night. There was no hockey playoffs. There was no basketball playoffs. You were unopposed. The numbers showed it. They increased the rate. Don't, you don't worry about somebody changing. Just give me good shit and I won't change. We'll exactly. get to that. We'll get to that in a minute. An hour and a half to Cody. Okay, so I can leave here and come back in an hour and a half right, and be good. Right. You tell me I if can I'm turn watching Netflix it just on. to see Cody, then I've got X amount of time. Cody right. comes out, great looking suit, cuts the promo, fan in the front row said all I want is to meet Cody for my birthday. So he met her, tears rolling, it's great. Emotional Cody promo. Uh talks about how you know, Seth had it a little easier than him for his climb to the top. He had to go back and re he said, I had to paint my face literally and figuratively, which I thought was a good line. Mm -hmm. I had to go away and come back. He goes, and I realized that I'd never be the American dream. Calgary, Alberta, dramatic pause. So I become the American nightmare. So Seth, let's run it back one more time. Me and you inside the hell in a cell. Rollins comes on going to that stupid fucking laughing shit he does. Uh, basically said, oh, easy for me. I built a career doing indies, losing money, sleeping in my car to have it all erased when I signed with WWE, which I thought was brilliant. Mm -hmm. Great promo. So he agrees to wrestle him again. So blah, 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 blah. What Number six was Ezekiel versus uh, Gable. Really good match. Uh, apparently the backstage stuff before that was... It was it was comedy. Yeah, you need to secure that damn house. That. It's almost ten. But not the uh, to head out. All right, all right peace out, bro. All right, love y'all. Love y'all. Love you. I'll see y'all Saturday. Yes, sir. But now the uh, backstage the before that. We gotta film the boob cup. Everybody remember. Yes. Love you, buddy. Love you, brother. Yeah, the backstage stuff is hilarious, especially when. Uh, Owens Otis, starts going off. Well, Otis dropped barbecue sauce on the DNA Well, test. then Owens goes off and goes, I remember you eating ribs like there's no tomorrow. I eat ribs, and they're going back and forth, and then Gable <laughs> looks at him and goes, shush. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm going to take care of Chad. I'm going to take care of Ezekiel in the ring. He goes, you always say that. He goes, do you trust me? Can I go take care of him? 
he's like, yeah, whatever. He goes, oh, thank you, as he's walking in the hall. <laughs> Ezekiel is actually getting over with the crowd. And then the bell rings. He's still getting over the crowd. It's a sports entertainment crowd. I don't know what happened. Elias could wrestle. I guess he's trying to do everything not to be Elias. I don't know. It's like, what was the one guy that uh, they thought was going to be the next big star, then they put him in there with Bret Hart, and they realized, nope, not that guy. Oh, yeah, uh, the lost match. Yeah. I can't remember his name. Looked like a million fucking bucks. Right. Had the look, had everything, and then the bell rang. Or it's like, like huh? when you try to convince somebody that Joseph Park and Abyss were two different people, so he's trying to wrestle differently. Yeah. Uh, main event. Again, you want you want me to turn off? Tell me Becky Lynch is gonna be in the main event. So didn't watch it because I refuse to watch anything she's in. Well, I actually said in the group chat if she wins, I will not watch that match when we review the pay per view. Y'all have that one, right? But no, it was Becky and Oscar since they didn't do the six pack thing and they put Oscar over Becky. So here's my notes because I've seen pictures. Missed Lynch. She blew the mist in Lynch's face. She's never looked better. Hey! And that ends raw for her. That's the blue dot they want her to put over Christian's face. And that's like a five-minute match. Yeah. Your number one contenders match is a five-minute match. Yeah, I still couldn't give her five minutes of my time. That brings us to last week's Diamondite. Yep. Here, you read them all the time. I'll read some. There you go. Can you read my writing? I mean, I have before. Although that says Rampace, not Rampage. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was quickly. That's awesome. All right. It was a race to get it done. Dynamite, you got the uh, Owen Quarters. Uh, first matchup, Adam Cole. Bay Bay. And, uh Dax, what, Dax Harwood? Harwood. I always just call him Cash and Dax. I almost forget they got last name. Harwood and Wheeler. Uh, Dax Harwood, Adam Cole, Adam Cole over in this one. His notes say, Owen Quarters, Dax is so good. And that's the fucking truth. Fucking great wrestling match. I can imagine. Hold for counter for counter. Uh, those those guys epitomize what a pro wrestler is. Can go, yes. Neither one of them have the same style. No. Cole's more of a modern style, and Dax and Cash are both fucking Both throwbacks. throwbacks. But, well, hell, when you were at Cash that one night, you did the back rake. He marked out for it mid-match. Yeah. You're like, oh my god, a back rate, that's so awesome. Then if you remember when we get in the back and Gunner was like, good luck following that. Like we were first match. Gunner still main event. And we didn't do shit. Like yeah. we, we told a story. And that's the thing, not a lot of people tell stories anymore. No, Dax does. And Adam can wrestle with guys like that. Yes. That you know. I mean, his mentors are Sean and Hunter. All right, next match. If uh, you didn't watch that one, go back and watch it. It's you knew going in, Dax wasn't going to win because he's a quote-unquote right. tag team He's a tag team wrestler. team wrestler. But if you're just a casual fan and watching wrestling, you didn't know that. I mean, he made you believe that he he had every chance of winning that match. Uh, next match, CM Punk against Johnny Hungy. And I told you last week, they were going to boot Punk out of the fucking building. Right. I thought it was going to be different. I thought since he was there, not against well, MJF, it I would forgot. be different. But... And I don't even Johnny know if they announced from it Long yet. Island. I forgot if they announced it yet. I don't think they had when we recorded it last week. But Johnny Hungy, Long Island guy. It's from Long Island, yeah. But here's the great part about that. Punk comes out wearing a Long Island a lot, uh, Islanders. That's a mouthful. Uh, Islanders jersey. I can't remember what the player it was. 
but he comes out wearing it, and he's getting booed out of the fucking building so yep. much that he tells them to cut his fucking music. The reason why he got booed because the player was signed with the Maple Leafs. Oh. Oh. Well, no, nice. he got booed because Johnny Hungies from Long Island too. But so uh, it must have been one of those right before the playoff trades or something. Right, and it could be one of those things where punk is just like the Austin of Canada. Well. Maybe if he wasn't in Arizona. Or when Punk goes to, I don't know. Or maybe they're, you know, he beat their hero. But uh, CM Punk eventually goes over using. Page on commentary. Page on commentary, and Punk goes over using the the buckshot lariat. Pisses Page off. They have a little stare down, a little confrontation. Punk tells him uh, what? I agree with your note on number seven. Oh. Uh, basically tells him, he goes, you wake up in the morning thinking, are you good enough? I wake up in the morning just thinking, why am I not champion? Yeah. Whether you want to or not, after the match, you will shake my hand, conscious or unconscious. They leave. Great segment. Johnny Hungies, if he, he was 6'5", he'd be a world champ. But yeah, he's so but good. But instead he's 5'6". Five, five, but he's so entertaining. Oh, yes. But he's so when he gets that burst of speed on his comeback, dude. Throwing everybody around. And he's so fucking strong. Yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, third match, Tony Nese and Dan Housen. Uh, quick pin. Yeah, it was uh, like a knee strike and then it was finished. Uh, jumping Dan Housen, hook comes out, smart makes a save. Too. Smart Mark and Tony Nese. Okay, so a smart Mark and Tony Nese yeah. coming out, doing the beat down. Hook comes out, makes a save. Hook holds out the hand. They shake hands. Mega powers. Or Dan, Dan Housen hands out the, out the hand. hand. Hook shakes the, the hand. Goes crowd goes crazy. Chanting Hook Housen. Just Next loving Caliber the shit. Goes, are we finally going to get Hook Housen? Uh, I know it's comedy shit, but hell, they're getting it over. It's working. They're fucking. But it works perfectly because it's not double comedy. Right. It's not Santino and another comedy wrestler. But it's. Booker T and Goldust. Yeah, it's a serious wrestler and a comedy act. But the comedy act, I don't know why they did the match like that, but the comedy act, which is Dan Housen, can actually go in the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, so could Santino. So. Well, it's Booker T and Goldust. Right, they're it's, playing. It's Tourette's Goldust. It's Austin Angle. It's opposite. It's the odd couple. Yeah. And it works perfectly because the crowd's eating it up. Uh, next is a contract signing between... MJF and Wardlow. MJF and Wardlow, where MJF says he's got to take 10 lashes. Wardlow comes up first, no music, handcuffed, the whole nine. Sits him down, he's still in handcuffs. MJF and Spears come out to a fucking hero's welcome again. Yes. Uh, he talks He talks some shit. They run a video first of MJF and Punk, like it's a Dark Side of the Rings parody. Have you seen that? I've... I heard they were doing it. Jericho's narrating it, and he goes, "I saw they brought Pride of Long Island, New York." I saw they brought back Barry Horowitz. You're welcome. That's two guys we got back on TV after we talked about him and Mike Jackson this past week. Uh, But uh, beat PG Punk. Wait a minute, is this for MJF? I'm not doing nothing for that asshole. I still hate him. (laughs) He's paying how much? Oh, okay. PG Punk, and then he goes back into doing the whole thing, and then they got clips of like Jake the Snake and uh, 
Taz talking about how shitty Punk was or how great MJF is nice. and all this stuff. It says Taz is, Taz is MJF's consigliere. <laughs> and then it goes to Barry Horowitz, which is the most famous, just said the most famous Jewish wrestler of all time. Oh. Second most famous Jewish wrestler <laughs> okay. of all time. So it was great. Uh, so then they get to the contract signing, and you can go from there. You know what the steps are. Yeah, they got to take the 10 lashes. Love y'all. Love you. Love, you. Love you, boo. Got to take the 10 lashes to get the for well, the that's, match. that's step one. There's a two-step process. Okay, what's the other one? He's got to take 10 lashes with a leather belt from MJF, which he's already done tonight. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you'll know the results when you see it tomorrow. And then I'm assuming next week on Dynamite, maybe this Friday on Rampage, he's got to beat Sean Spears in a cage. Oh, nice. Which Wardlow laughs and he goes, I don't know what you're laughing at, bitch. You're 0-2 in cage matches. Which I can't figure out what the second one is. Unless they're talking about the uh, blood and guts. Because he wrestled Cody in the cage. That was my first ever AEW show. Okay. And then they had the blood and guts. I can't think of him being in any other cage match. But he was on the losing end on both. Cody beat him. Pinnacle lost. No, Pinnacle won. That's right, that was Jericho off then. What other match was he in? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to think. I don't know. Uh, we'll have to look at that one. Uh, next, uh, Ricky Starks and Jungle Boy for the FTW title. Uh, Starks retains the title. Uh, after the match, Jungle Boy leaned on the ropes. Christian coming in looking like a... Well, Swerve would come out, grab the title. That caused a distraction. Jungle Boy gets rolled up in the distraction. So that brings Lucha Express out, Jurassic Express. Hey, didn't have to correct you on that. Bring them out. Uh, they get in the ring. Christian is looking like a bitching at Swerve. Like an upset dad almost. Yeah, well, Jungle Boy's laid distressed across the ropes opposite ramp. Uh, Lucha leaves. Christian walks over, and I was like, oh, here it is. Here's the turn. Here's the turn. Jungle Boy turns and looks at him. He drops his head. He goes, you're not a loser. Pick your head up. And I was like, okay, they're going to milk this to the pay-per-view. Yeah. Which, after what we've seen earlier tonight, I think it's going to end up being a three-way for the tags. I think They already they uh, challenged tonight. Uh, I'm so smart. Christian, I think, made the challenge. Christian will fuck somebody. Christian make it to where Team Taz wins and goes and manages them. I don't know. I think he's just uh I think he's just involved in the equation. I don't necessarily know that he assign he aligns with Team Taz. I think right. him and Jungle Boy have a program after this. That'll be good. Uh next is a Jericho Appreciation Society. Uh, I jotted some shit down. I'll I'll do that one. Okay, go ahead. Uh they come out, the usual same bullshit. Mox comes out by himself through the crowd. Jericho says, Mox, you might want to think about this. There's five of us, one of you, which I fucking hate the goddamn numbers game. Mm-hmm. Well, here comes the rest of the BCC, Regal included. As they're coming down the ramp, LAX or whatever you want, Pride and Powerful and Eddie Kingston are opposite ramp on the other side. 
So they come in and give them a taste of their own medicine with the numbers in their advantage. Right. It ends to where Jericho's on the floor and Regal knocks the goddamn it out of him. <laughs> he knocked him so hard, Jericho stood up near the Y2J pose. <laughs> and then they're all left baby facing in the ring. And then we already kind of seen a little bit of what happened tonight. So right. if you watch, you kind of seen there was a little tease there. So, not exactly what you and I thought might happen to even the odds. Mm-hmm. But I don't hate this. And it makes sense because it's going to wind up being the five-on-five five with... Well, you got Kingston and Mox that are known best friends. Mm-hmm. And then you got Santana and Ortiz that run with Kingston. Right. And they're legit street-fighting badasses, so Regal would give the okay not to join the group but to help, right. you know, to help your friend out. Pull Utah out, maybe let him defend the ROH title on a... Well, he's going to be gone for the uh, best of the Super Juniors. Oh, so, okay, so that's perfect then. Yeah, that's why he's out. And that's actually in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. So that's perfect. Uh, he's out, five on five. Good way to end it. If Jericho goes over, he's become Becky Lynch of AEW. I will refuse to cover his segments. Y'all will have to do that. Right. Because at this point, that will bury everybody. Mm-hmm. Especially... BCC. Yeah, and that would be the worst thing for them to do right now. Because yeah. that's the hottest thing they've because got Because you going. could go out of this, and you could play off of BCC versus Kingston and Santana and Ortiz, too. Well, you could do that, or you can go and... Jericho needs to be the he needs to do the legend tour. He doesn't need to try to be the center of right. attention. He and needs all to that try to get these young guys over, which is right. what he's and supposed to be doing. And that's not what he's been doing. No. He's been hurting the young guys more than helping them. Yeah, he put Kingston over, but that didn't that helped him for that week and now it's just right back yeah, down the week to, the week after the day the show after the pay per view, it's been shitting on Kingston ever since. Yeah. And shitting on Santana and Ortiz. Mm-hmm. And they've had the road pulled out from the, under them. Enough. Multiple times. So, they got to go over the pay-per-view. Next match on the card. Uh, is it seven? Yes, this is seven. The big note said Booty Palooza, and I completely <laughs> agree. It was Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm. Uh, the Owen Hart female quarters. side of the tournament. Uh, Tony, I don't think, has her win back full-time in the ring yet. This is the longest match she's done, and... By the finish, she was sucking wind hard, but... Well, I mean, you got to think. What did she do in WWE? Squash matches. Exactly. Booty Palooza, though. I mean, it was ass for days. Yes. Match was good. It was hard-hitting for a women's match. It was believable. Uh, the right person went over. Yes, yeah, Storm went over. And I love Jamie, so I'm not throwing shade on her, but... Uh, Everybody knows what I feel about Jamie. You need to take baby face over. Yeah. But Booty Palooza... And then the That's main event. That's pay-per-view name. I'm totally down. <laughs> uh, main event of the card. Uh, the notes on this one says, what the fuck? Wow. Yeah. It's uh, Jeff Hardy and Darby Allen. The Owen fucking quarters. swanton. Yeah, Owen Quarters on yeah, this one. Yeah, uh, he sits up a coffin of doom, a legit coffin of doom, where it's six chairs mm-hmm. laid out, two chairs on top of those six. And he does a full-on... Early 2000s, Jeff Hardy Swanton from the top rope. No, the ladder. Yeah, the top of the ladder. So, he hits, and they showed it in slow motion. He hits, bounces up so high, it turns his and Hardy's body over where Hardy kicks him in the face. 
It was nasty. And there was a lot more nasty spots. That wasn't the only one. Hardy takes a push That's off the... That's the one that everybody saw. Yeah. Well, Hardy takes a push off the top rope into the side of the stairs, bounces mm. off of it. They be It was what you... You may say Hardy did the swanton and landed because he moved, landed mm-hmm. like all full force on the steps or something. Mm-hmm. Uh... One of the reviews. It's what you'd expect from those guys. The review side I'll watch whenever I listen to see what happened on the show since I hadn't been watching them from doing all the work and everything. It said that uh, all the years of Jeff Hardy landing full force on people because he couldn't see him from a swanton <laughs> just came back to haunt him because he had to hit the stairs. And, and that's true. He told me out of his own mouth. Yeah. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention was Martha Hart was there for this show. Martha nice. O's and Athena. He looks so much like his fucking She daddy. looks like her daddy. They both do. There was another woman with him. I, I'm assuming she's somebody within the Hart the foundation. foundation, I'm sure, because they didn't really name her. Right. Uh, but they kept showing Martha in uh, the qualifying matches, and she looked to genuinely be having a good time. Good, good. Uh, it's good that she's not. Even when it was like they caught her off guard, then she'd see the camera and wave. She wasn't sitting there like looking at her watch or looking at her phone or anything. She was watching the action. And then she'd catch the camera looking and she'd clap and wave at the camera. So, And that's good. It's good that she's not sour towards wrestling because that wasn't... Well, no. She said, if you'll read her book, which is amazing, that she doesn't hate the pro wrestling industry. She hates a lot of people in it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, when you get used to using one stunt rigger and you bring somebody in and it kills your husband... I mean, there's some things that need to be answered. Right. So, I I get it. You know, if you're a fan, a WWE fanboy, first of all, fuck you. Be grateful that Owen's legacy is getting to be lived through another company. Right. I mean. Just, okay. Well, he, he never wrestled. Who gives a fuck? He wrestled in New Japan. There's a tie-in with AEW New Japan. Be thankful as a wrestling fan that his legacy is getting celebrated, that you can see his old shit from New Japan. Right. That you can get new merchandise, that you can get action figures, that you can get him an upcoming video game. Video games. That his kids are going to be able to live out his legacy that he didn't get to do because of a horrible accident that happened. Right. And not that it's about this because I know it's not, and I don't want people to think that I'm saying that this is why they're doing that. But they're going to get royalty checks from all the stuff. Yeah. And like I said, it's not. I don't. I'm no, not it's saying not. that's Martha's why. Martha's got money. She's a fucking doctor, right? And you know they did get a big settlement from Vince. And I'm not saying that they're doing this for money, but look at how much money that they'll get from all the merch sales, the shirt sales, the and video every games, bit of that goes back into the going foundation. to the foundation, not to the. Now Hart think family. about that. For those of you that want to bitch, and there's a lot of you because I see it on Facebook. You fucking WWE fanboys, learn what real wrestling is. Watch something beside a cartoon product. That shit is geared for fucking kids. Yes. Watch something else. Now, I watch it, but I watch it for what it is. Mm-hmm. I watch it for the guys I know and the guys I like. I got friends that wrestle there. I'm a Cody Mark, so I watch it for what it is. Am I watching it to expect any fucking five-star classics? No. No. Will I get some every now and then? Yeah. Yeah, every now and Cody then. Cody and Rollins? Pretty damn close. First one. After they had that match, really shouldn't have been a second one because you couldn't beat that first one. Agreed. But go look the Owen Hart Foundation up and see what they do, what they give back to the community. Then if you're still sour, quit fucking watching anything. Right. I mean, period. You're the same guys that will trumpet Hulk Hogan 
and he got mad when they took him out of the Hall of Fame. But look at all the shit he did. Mm-hmm. But you can forgive that, but you can't forgive her for holding a grudge against a man that she feels killed her husband. That's not for us to decide. That's her personal feelings. Exactly. Be grateful that there's a guy like Tony Khan who knows enough and loves the wrestling business enough to proposition her with this. And and it was all Jericho. Tony said it in an interview the other day. Jericho's the one that initiated the interview. Aw. So, you know, as much as I hate his new shit in the ring, that's him personally because he is getting older. He's clinging on to a spot. Right. That's what every old talent does. But he's still helping out in other ways. So, still got tons of respect for Jericho for that. But, dude. And half of you that are bitching never even watched Owen Hart when he was alive. You still get his shit on the network because they own that footage. Great. But now, all that New Japan footage can be released. And if you've never seen that, that shit was better than anything he did in WWE except maybe his work with his brother. I was about to say the stuff with uh, Brett. Yeah. So, that takes us to... This will take us Ram, to Rampace. Rampace. Uh, you got Death Triangle against the Butcher, the Blade, and Mark Quinn. Not gonna lie, I watched zero of this because that was uh, was that not Sixers? I believe so. Friday, yeah, that was game. Yeah, because we recorded what day last week? Tuesday. Yeah, so that was Sixers game. Yeah, so uh, this, we just have results. Not 100% sure how any of this went down. Don't even have a finish or the main event, but I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Oh, sky's over. I thought so. Uh, we've got Death Triangle against Butcher Blade Mark Quinn. I know I just said that, but I like to say Butcher as much as I can because I love the Butcher. Uh, Death Triangle over in this one. Uh, Sean Spears against Bear Boulder. I like Bear Country. I don't know why. I do too, but this was just an overwin for Sean. Some for Spears to go over so he can say, I want a match going into the Wardlow. Momentum going into Wardlow. Spears wins that one, of course. Uh, Ruby Soho and Riho in the quarterfinals. Soho over. Oh, I was looking at your note right here, but I see what, what that said that? now. Okay. Uh, Soho wins that one. Which she's got to win the whole fucking tournament. I agree. She needs to win it. They bring her in as the Joker. She loses to Britt. They push her into the finals against Jade Cargill. She loses, loses to, Jade. to Jade. She's got to win this, or you've killed any momentum she could have. Agreed. And you don't have a development or to send her to to where she can get, you know, refresh, come up with something different to come back. Right. It's now or never. And I think she she beats Brit, unless they're on the same. Side. I think they're on opposite sides. Of the I bracket. think so. Uh, and then Sheeta out of the tournament, replaced with Chris Statlander. We should have actually talked about that news. I was about to say that's some news also. Uh, apparently, according to AEW, Sheeta was hurt during the the release. Is she's not clear to wrestle for due to an injury sustained in the sustained in the street fight, street fight in with Philly Serena Deeb. Serena Deeb. Uh, Sheeta's going on Twitter saying that that's not She's the case. She went to since then. that she was wrestling in Japan and wasn't able to make it back in time to get tested and cleared and by didn't the doctors. Didn't even get an update that they were pulling her. Yeah, so which, she found out whenever everybody else found which out. Which with that, you know, just you know, I would rather them said, "Hey, Sheeta went to compete in Japan for this tournament. 
She's right. not been able to clear safety and protocols, so we have no choice but to pull her out. But don't for everyone to replace her with fan favorite Chris Statlander. Right, and that would have been the way to do it. You know, exactly. Like, you know, we do it here. We try to do it here every time. Uh, and then main event on the show, Kaz and Scorpio Sky for the TNT title. Mark Henry promo, Lambert and uh, Ethan Page are shitting on Kaz. Scorpio tells him to shut the fuck up, basically. Nice. Uh, walked to the ramp with him. He was like, uh, Will made it home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Lambert said that? No. Oh. Uh, he tells Lambert and uh, Paige to stay stay in the back. He don't need them. Uh, him and Kaz have a great wrestling match back and forth until Paige and Lambert come out, get involved. Uh, announcers putting it over like Sky didn't know what was going on. Uh, he sees it. Paige gets a microphone. He goes, did you do it? He goes, yeah, I fucking hit him. You need to pick whose side you're on. Belt shot from Sky to Kaz. Beat down Kaz. Nice. Oh, what did what did I tell y'all? Lambert called Ty Conti. Uh, or something. Oh God! Whatever it was, it was a fucking zinger. I can't. Rem- I can't remember. But that got a lot of flack too. There was a lot of people uh, online saying that that was wrong because they were slut shaming Ty Conti. Like it's a wrestling promo. I was about to say again, angle. It's a wrestling promo where she's made herself look slutty. I mean, think about I mean, it. Homeboy proposes to his fiance four or five months ago. Yeah, and then like three weeks later, then all if you over watch, each well, if you watch Sammy's his vlog, blog. any if you watch his vlog since he's been there, you know you knew they was fucking, or there was at least temptation of them fucking. And I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I seen Sammy's fiance. Yeah. And I seen Ty Conti. Yeah. I would have to give in to Sean Temper's temptation. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's the wrestling results of the week. Uh go ahead and uh, we're gonna Yummy. go and talk about RCW coming up this coming Saturday. Eight oh six North Second Avenue, Chatsworth, Georgia. Doors open at 7, bell time is 8, tickets are 10 for adults, 5 for kids. Remember, folks, family four-pack of tickets is only $25. If you don't ask for the family four-pack, you, you will pay, pay $40. And we ain't going to tell you about it. We're telling you about it now. Also, we have uh, discounts for seniors, active duty military, police, and fire. First responder, blah, 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 this, that, the other. Come out and see us. See a great family show. It is our next to last show in the RCW arena. Then we'll be moving about 10 minutes closer for us to the old PCW. I don't know it. Okay. The old PCW arena in Spring Place. All right. Yeah, it says two shows left in the arena. Uh, Two matches announced as of right now. Jake Murphy and Zach Dye for the RCW title. Holy shit. I didn't do it. What? Former Braves sideline reporter Kelsey Winger took a 95-mile-per-hour line drive to the head during the Rockies-Giants game on Monday. Oh, shit. She had a CT scan to check for internal bleeding fractures, and it came back clear. Oh, good God. That's in the group chat. Who sent that? 
Wilson that. But yeah, Jake Murphy and Zach Dye. Uh, gonna be a hell of a match. A lot of personal shit has come to light in the last few weeks over that. We went over that in depth last week. Last week. The rivalry that these two have struck up in such a short time has been fucking awesome. Yeah, and I mean, you've got a guy that literally bleeds, sweats, works his ass off for RCW and Zach. And then you got a guy that thinks he's got a sense of entitlement to anything he wants because of a group he was in that our best friend started. Right. So uh, that's going to be for the RCW Championship. Uh, now, I'm going to be honest with you. I've known Jake for close to 20 years, as have you. I've never seen him this determined. Never seen him this focused. So maybe him being forced to be on his own, well, with his, his lady beside him, maybe that's the best thing for Jake. And to be honest with you, Josh is coming back to referee, so... I want Josh in that. I'm going to put Josh in that match. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because he can keep an eye on her. But if he's not careful, Zach's not careful, pronouns, pal, he could be the shortest reigning RCW champion in history mm-hmm. if he looks past Jake. Then we've also got your match coming up Saturday in a double main event. We've got a ladder match. Six-pack six challenge for the No Limits Championship. That's got a Master P title. Uh, you got Joey Idol defending against Alex Michaels, against Torque, against Chris Payne, against Jason Hampton, and against somebody that I will announce Saturday night at the show. He still ain't told me, people. I've been trying to get it out of him <coughs> all week. Uh, can't, can't do you no favors, buddy. <coughs> you know, we run it right down to the middle. Just like Bill Alfonso. No, That's why he I, really run it, I really run it right down the middle. That's why he's Daddy. a great referee. Daddy. <laughs> also, uh, RCW Tag Team Champions Collateral Damage, Randy Rocker and Brent Banner return after the vicious beatdown at the hands of uh, Big Red Adams and Josh, Josh Vaughn, Vaughn. Which, that Josh Vaughn, man, you can't hurt that guy. Boy, I'm telling you. Uh, also. Can't hurt Big Red either. No, nah, he just likes to fight. Some of them redheads. Got a story about Big Red, I'll tell you after the podcast. Okay. Uh, also returning it's this week. It's nothing bad. Don't worry. Nothing bad. Also returning this week is Juicy John Bishop. You say. You say. And my buddy Jess Wade returns on his retirement tour. Fresh off of vacation guy. on the beach. Said he went in there and got a massage and his buns tanned. I asked if he tipped the, the guy. At the same time. I asked if he tipped him very well. <laughs> well, with that being said, we're going to take us a little break ski and come back with our pops. I no, come our back top with our five. top 10. 30. 10, 30. Almost. Seven more minutes. Damn, I'm good. <laughs> well, this is this is our 30th episode with a list. So this one was supposed to be a top 10. I think mine was a top 15. Hell, Will actually had honorable mentions on this one. If you go through and you look, we got factions and groups and everything so we probably got a yeah so we probably all got like a top 3700 it's all right uh full transparency we've already done it and it took more to do one list than it did to do two last week (laughs) yeah yeah about 12 minutes (laughs) all right fuckers uh all right yeah we're gonna run the commercial and we will be right back All right, guys, we are back and ready to go over our 
list. 400 list. It keeps, <laughs> getting, it keeps getting bigger. This is actually our 30th, you said? Yeah, this is our 30th list. List, baby. Lift, baby. It's the 30th list. Lift, not list, lift. Oh, I'm adding shared, to my list. Dustin shared a great promo. I think it's today. My days run together. I think, it's, I think it was today. It might have been yesterday before we went to the concert and rocked out with our wang out. But See? it was uh, Dusty. It's a, it's a back shot of Dusty standing there and the, the old NXT at the Performance Center. And it's uh, like all the all the original NXT stars. He's teaching promo class like Bailey, uh, Sasha, yeah. the Vaudevillains, yeah. FTR, all these guys in there. And Dustin was like, "Look at Dad teaching all these fucking legends." And I was like, "Oh man, what a beautiful picture!" Wow, hell yeah! And it was somebody else that I saw where somebody else had shared it and said, "Well, I guess class was in session that day." Yeah, <laughs> I saw one pop up on TikTok the other day. It was a. Uh, Apparently, we're getting close to the anniversary of his death because there's a lot of stuff it going around. And on, it may have been the bump. It was one of those WWE shows. They had Pierce on it today, and they were like, uh, you know, what did Dusty mean to you? He goes, I don't think you can quantify that into words. What Dusty right. meant to you know, not only me but the business. So, yeah, June 11th. Yeah, because I knew him and Piper died within like two weeks I of each other. It was close. But no, it was a ECW what? promo. June 11th is pay per view. Well, I know what shirt I'm wearing. <laughs> More on that pay-per-view. You heard it earlier. That's right. I'm catching on to this recording backwards shit. It's like filming TV with Hefner again. God damn. We're going to film six weeks of TV. What's the order? First week's last. Huh? We're going to do the first week, the last week first. Huh? <laughs> so when's... When are we filming TV it comes on Tuesday? Oh, that's your last match of the night. How long are we going to be here? Twelve, six hours. 14 hours later. <laughs> Need a little SpongeBob thing. 14 hours later. Well, that's when them fuckers Monday. couldn't get the matches right. Yeah. Redo the finish. Where's David? Yeah. Around the corner. <laughs> but it was ECW promo, the Steve Carino, where he cuts the promo on Dusty and uh, Dusty gets in Marie. Yeah, Marietta. Yeah. Oh, Which sets great. up Dusty coming in to do the uh, the bunkhouse feud with him. But it was so great because not only did you get to see Carino and Dusty in the same ring. Jack Victory. Yeah, Jack oh. Victory was there. But Dusty had on a Cleveland Brown shirt and hat. Under that button-up. Yeah. Nice Blue jean button-up. Goddamn right. <laughs> so our top ten this week, which this is actually supposed to be a top ten, so we've yes. got like 113 apiece. Yes. <laughs> is upper mid-card talent. Uh, again, there may be a little bit of a generational divide on some of these. Uh, maybe not. And when I think upper mid-card, uh, I'm doing these lists based on my opinion. And Jason and I share a brain, so we're based in Arizona. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So upper mid-card. Next week is good hand. Okay. Opener. No. opener. Next week is opener. Opener. And then we'll finish with B-plus players. <laughs> So to me, some of these guys, some of these guys on my list could be could don't qualify to be a, to be a B plus player because they're missing heights or they can't cut a promo How many? or they just couldn't put it all together. <laughs> so that's what we're looking for. And is anything on the podcast? We start counterclock. We start clockwise. Go counterclockwise. So we've already clockwise to after, counter. After so. we did their picks, it's back to Josh to start us off. Because right. he is the boob. If you want to know what that means, 
Go watch our tickety talk. What is our TikTok? Yes, I can. At what? I don't know. We'll give that in the close. I have to look at it. Turn the buckle podcast. It might. Yeah, that would be easy. That would be easy. All right. <coughs> if not, four fucked up guys doing fucked up shit. <laughs> dot com. If you look on that, nobody type that in. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say. I think that's probably already. Nobody type that in. We're not responsible <laughs> if you children just type that in, or yeah. you either, Tyler, Jesse. <laughs> Enjoy if you did. And you, always remember. You sick freak. And always remember, if you're talking about. Viper. Hack it. If you're talking about. <laughs> if you're talking about Washington, D.C., it's whitehouse.gov, not, not dot, dot com. Oh, yeah, or org. <laughs> yeah, that's at whitehouse.organ. Oh, yeah, I typed that in at school. Oh, no. It was no. like a security breach. Alarms and shit went off. Oh, that little green Apple computer was going crazy. That shows how old I am. Y'all know what I'm talking about. No, this was this was literally a green Apple computer. It was, yeah, it was shaped like a cone head in the back, and it was green, and the front face was green, and the, the damn screen was still green. It was so old. This had Oregon Trail built in. Oh, when you tried to win... Get on the internet is and like You know what sound I don't miss ever in the world? That that fucking sound. Or the hey, fact get off the internet, I'm trying to use the phone. Or the fact when you're on it and the phone rings, you're like, oh motherfucker! Oh, I was almost there too. <laughs> I waited tw- waited twelve hours for this shit to download. I've been trying to download this website for two hours. Are you trying to download a picture like Cindy Margolis? <laughs> <laughs> and you get like the head. Almost there. Then there's the neck. And you were done. Then you start you, be, you start seeing bikini straps and arms. And your dad's like, get off the phone. Get, I'm gonna use the phone. What? Fuck it. Give me five minutes. <laughs> oh. Armpits and sex. Great combination, huh, Will? Oh. We finally got it on the podcast. <laughs> And trains back on the tracks. <laughs> Go ahead, Josh. <laughs> choo choo. I'm gonna hate to hear our podcast from Nashville. Chug it, chug it, chug it, chug it. Oh yeah, we're recording on the way up there. That's gonna be a train wreck <laughs> if we don't wreck. <laughs> and we're back. Sorry, we ran off the road a little bit. Oh, yeah, we locked it in four wheel drive this time. <laughs> scurry, scurry. <laughs> yeah. He's saw scurry. No, I believe him on this one because where all that kudzu is, that's where they live. There's like a shit ton of raccoons and possums that live in that kudzu. And they just cut it down, so they're just now coming back after they cut it. Yeah, so fuck you. Cut it low. Trust me, you'll see them out here. Now that you live in the country, you'll start seeing them a lot more. Oh, yeah. If there's one on this porch, it better become a pet. Don't leave a garbage can outside because you hope your garbage can warning one morning the scary will be in the garbage. I hope it's him. 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 I hope I was there after yesterday. He got camo shorts on, Donnie. Oh, damn. <laughs> Good 
motherfucker. I said, hey, is there a dress code? I couldn't find one. He goes, me neither. Oh, uh, sweet. I'm wearing shorts and a t-shirt. Me too. Jason gets there. I hear him, hear his car door shut. And I go walking out to meet him in the living room. I look at my dad. I was like, I bet he's wearing camo shorts, ain't he? He's like, yeah, I was like, motherfucking Jeff. <laughs> and the bad thing is, he come around the corner, had his Brave shirt on, and was like, I almost wore a Brave shirt, too. <laughs> Motherfucker. I went breakfast club instead. My sack itches. Mine was, too. Let me scratch it. I scratched it. Pull me, too. <laughs> so, top ten. <laughs> top ten ways to scratch your balls. Number ten. Zigzag it. All right, so anyways. That means Ziggler's just number 10? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, don't work. <laughs> All right, number 10. Ziggler, of course. Fuck off. So, yeah, he might have won a world title, but he really never got over the reign. He was never really... Position as the top guy. That wasn't his fault. It no. wasn't. That wasn't no, his fault was, either. Yeah. That was. He got a concussion, and then it just never come back around to him. No. Great he work. Should have. Had he not got a concussion, he would be a main event player still to this day. Yes. I, I believe agree. so. Yeah, because because that was the biggest after Mania pop, other than Enzo and Cass ever. That's the biggest pop, just because they knew he was cashing in money uh, in the Enzo bank. And I, when they because debuted. he was cashing in money in the bank oh, the that I've never heard. I don't know. Van Dam at One Night Stand was pretty fucking huge. Yeah, but that was an ECW crowd. That was, yeah, they did. were there just for that. You knew it was happening. They were there just for that. I mean, they had the Van Dam. If Van Dam loses, we no, riot. No, Cena sign. wins, we ride. Cena wins, Cena we ride. Which Cardona has made a shirt now that he had at GCW. Nice. That's fucking awesome. Number nine, John Morrison. I believe, you know, he could have been he could have been a main event player in WWE. No doubt. Did y'all's list exactly the same? Almost. Almost. It is. I've seen your list, yeah. Different orders. <laughs> uh, I think what hurt Morrison was when he first started the 15 fucking name changes. Because he was Johnny Blaze. Blaze Johnny Nitro. Marvel was like, no, the fuck you don't. <laughs> That's Ghost Rider, bitch. And then he was Johnny Nitro, which was really good. It should have stayed Johnny Nitro. Uh, and then the Morrison, I like the Morrison. Yeah. Uh, I hated him. that that was a WWE product because... That shit fit him perfectly. He looks yep. like Jim Morrison from the Doors. He does. More shit, than, he does. More than, uh, who's it, Val Kilmer <laughs> that played Jim Morrison in the movie? Yeah. He uh, looks way more like Morrison than... Other than I hate Jim after that, whatever show he went to, he Lucha was... Lucha Underground is Johnny Mundo. And I like Mundo. I did like Mundo. But I hate it when he'd go and he Johnny was, Impact. John, yeah. And now, uh... Johnny Dynamite? Yeah, didn't What is he now? Johnny... John, uh... Hennigan? No. No, he's got a different name. That's where he's trip Mexico. Luke. Caballero. Caballero, yeah. Which, you know, just goes John Hennigan. Right. Or if he ever John. gets signed, he'll be Johnny Elite. If he gets signed back to WWE, he'll be Johnny Valkyrie. Probably. <laughs> they did it with Mike Bennett. But I think that's what hurt him, too. That and uh, he had a long run with the ECW world title. Yeah. Well, I think coming in with The Miz, you know, he was kind of tailcoat, not tailcoat, but he was right there in the middle of Miz's run with WWE title and his and Miz's feud with Cena. Right there in 2011, he could have broke out, but... Well, that's when they got rid of him because yeah. he did the loser leaves match with Miz. Yeah. Number eight, one that should, God rest his soul, that should have been a world champion, and he could have been, Umaga. I fucking love Umaga. He was a great heel. He looked, he looked fucking great, man. 
And he could have been like, but of course, he got he had to, he had to see no effect. The reason Scott Armstrong had a has a job is Umaga. Really, Scott Armstrong was selling furniture, which all the Armstrongs and all the Samoans live in Pensacola. Jason can tell you a story about just going to a random show, visiting his uncle down there, and uh, yeah, in Mobile. Uh, I went down. I was visiting family. It was right after my that's grandfather. That's where had I died. first met the Usos. Was at a show in Mobile. It wasn't long after my grandfather had died. It was a year to the day there was a wrestling show on the day that he died. And uh, we went down visiting, and there was a show. It was a random show on a fucking Tuesday night in Mobile. And I go down there, talk to the people, get in the ring, bump around, work out for a second. They're like, all right, come back tonight. We'll let you have, you know, work a match. I get there. As soon as I walk in, they're like, hey, this is the kid we was talking about. And it's fucking Umaga sitting there. Nice. I got to meet you when we was doing extra work in TNA. I love him, man. He's so awesome. What hurt him was his habit. Yep. That's what kept him from doing anything big. Uh, And I agree with you. With the manager he had, Alejandro Armando Estrada. And then Regal being a huge fan of Umanga. Umanga. He could have, had he not... Had his, had, his, had his demons. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. He would have been their top heel. Because he was more athletic than uh, Yoko. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was probably more athletic than Roman, if we're being honest. Oh, yeah, I agree. For his size, yeah. He can uh, not for his size. Not for his size, just, just period. He, he, was, yeah. he was money. U- he, he, was he, he was money. Was unique. I loved his finisher. The Simone Spike was a legit awesome finish. Yeah, he stole that from Terry Gordy. Asiatic Spock. Michael. Michael. <laughs> Forget him, Michael. Let's go. Number seven. <laughs> That's funny, bro. Number seven, Ken Shamrock. You know, back in the mid to the late mid to late 90s, you know, Attitude Era, you oh. know, you had a lot of fucking stars. But back in then, that was when USC was starting to get little notice it was that underground fight it was legit shimmer was a legit you think anybody that could have been legitimately enough to take over and beat stone cold or the rock or anybody it could have been shimmer i mean fucking guy was chiseled out of fucking granite looked fucking great he could have easily been a world champion in the late attitude era number six you got tvs pulled up pull it up number we, six. Got, we got five minutes I didn't, I didn't care for shamrock I was, I, never, I, I, I was never a huge Shamrock fan. I thought he was good when he first came in. He had the believability factor. He, uh, it was a lot of stiff working. Yeah, till he worked somebody stiff. Like he tried that shit with Vader, and, and Vader, Vader knocked his, his ass. ass out. <laughs> so, uh, after I've seen that, to, well, I mean, you beat yourself as the world's most dangerous man. You get knocked around by a guy that's twice your age and twice your size. You ain't shit. Right. Like, that killed all credibility with me. What I did like Shamrock for was giving name recognition to the NWA world title when TNA took over. Yes. Uh, his WWE run? Could have been more, but it was I, There's not <laughs> one moment that sticks out where I can say, yeah, that was awesome. I didn't enjoy his line stand match with Owen, though. That was a good match. I didn't because it was a disadvantage match for Owen. He fucking made it hurt. His little freaking backflip... Across the, the daggum cage, I thought that was a cool little spot. Blackman was better. Head cheese. <laughs> I love head cheese. <laughs> Number six, Bam Bam Bigelow. 
Good one. Love Bam Bam. Yeah, one of the back in them he was prominently one of the top big guys in in that in that era. I mean, you didn't see big guys doing stuff like he was doing. He was fucking doing the damn fucking moon salts and shit. Cartwheels. Yeah. Yeah. Diving headbutts. I mean, he he it might have been not for a world title, but it, it might have been a Slovak match. But hell, he made event at WrestleMania. I think it was WrestleMania 12. He ate Brett's part, too. <laughs> there was a thing the other day on Pro Wrestling Stories, and it just said the history of farts in pro wrestling. And you know me, I had to read that. Of course you did. Uh, and there's two stories, one of which was uh, Bub- Bubba Ray. And he said that when he gave Mae Young that power bomb through the table, she squeezed his hand and gave him yeah, the Iggy. She's okay. And then she shit and on him. Shit did all over him. Sam Roberts said, like one of them old people farts. He goes, yeah. He goes, did it blow dust? He goes, bro, I wasn't even looking. Mae Young's the toughest dude in this business. And the other one was when Brett went to do the victory roll on Bam Bam, uh, King of the Ring thir- in 93. As soon as he rolls over and asses in phase, he lets what? In this interview, Bam Bam Bigelow said the world's loudest protein fart. He goes, it's so bad if you go back and watch. I'm gagging, and the referee actually holds his nose as he counts three. Oh, God, I got to go back and watch it now. So, yeah, he said Brett shit on him in that match. But NWA, he came in, big push, feuded with Barry Winter for the U.S. title. Was always upper level here. Uh, is ECW World TV yep. and world champion. I had a great feud with Taz when they broke the damn fucking stage. Or not their stage, but the ring. They broke the ring. They broke the stage. They too. broke the stage, they stage too. Number five, Shelby Benjamin. The kid was a fucking star. Like we talked about last week. When he bro- when they brought him in in 03. And you put him on every list? He's only been on two lists. He was on a jobber list. He was on the good hand list. No, he's, he's on, on the good this hand list. list. He gonna be on the opener list. He gonna be on the B plus player list. He gonna be on the future world champion list. He gonna be on the. Do you know he's only been hurt twice in his career? <laughs> Damn. That's and right now is the second time. Think about that. That says something. Number four, Cesaro. Wherever he goes next, if they put him, <laughs> book him correctly, he could be a fucking star. Man can speak five languages. Man's fucking a fucking hoss in the ring. <laughs> Number three, go ahead and mark it off for it. Rick Rude. Rick Rude? Guy looked like a fucking me, but one of the greatest Intercontinental Champions in WWE. <clears throat> Was a great fucking heel. He's also a world champion. That's why he can't be on my mid-card list. Yeah, I didn't have him on mine either. Number two, Mr. Perfect. Again, world champion can't be on my mid-card list. And then number one, Owen Hart. One of the greatest guys to have never been a world champion, in my opinion. All right. Okay, if you heard us giving a countdown a minute ago, it's because, remember, we're filming out of order so Josh can get his little crotch goblin in bed early. Speaking of which, so it is now 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Dynamite is starting. We've got it pulled up on the app to see if we are right and we start off with a yoker in a match while Will starts us off with his list. Which, let's see, one. It's the same two, as Josh's list, three, just a little out of order. One, two, we three. We have six of the same. Six of the same. So give us your four that are different. Now nah, give us your whole list. So I'm just. I'm gonna start with my honorable mentions. Okay. 
I'm proud of you. You finally <laughs> you've come to the dark side, my son. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. We sacrificed yep. no baby. Joker. Starting off with Mail the Joker. Joker. Okay. Mail Joker. So here comes Yamoa Joe. All right. Well, your mama Joe. We're still here, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the ring, Samoa Joe. That's pretty good. It's not like got a thumb up his ass. All right, Samoa Joe. I don't like that TV title. He's raising up the Ring of Honor television title. I skipped school for this. <laughs> Turn it it's up, eight, Will. It's 8 o'clock at night. What do you mean you skip school? That's Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Johnny Elite. Johnny Elite. It's Morrison. It's Morrison. God damn, I'd have been right. <laughs> I, I said he's going to be Johnny Elite. God damn it. Okay, nobody can change their women's pick now. <laughs> I'm going with this shit. Josh is probably right. Nobody won men's. What the fuck are you doing? Cesaro, Cesaro, Gargano, Jonah. I was more like, God, his whole Tyra is to the Tyra. Oh, I just a Tyra. Banks. <laughs> well, to be honest, folks, I called that one last week. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I said it'd be Tyra and uh, Johnny. Now, now that he's Johnny Elite, does he have to join the Elite? Because he's on. He's, he was on BT Elite a lot. He was for a little bit, yeah. While he was under contract to WWE. Oh, nice. Before Ty got signed. You never seen anything but the back of him. That's hilarious. But he had them bitch jeans on. All right, Wilbur. What okay. you got? So, my honorable mentions Jake Roberts. Good one. Scott Hall. Great. Piper. And Mr. Perfect. All of those okay. will be on my B plus. I would get put Jay because I feel like Jay's probably one of the few people that did, I didn't think needed a world title. Well, it's not necessarily being a world champion. Yeah. Right. It's there's there was something that kept them from being the top guy. And Jake was number two. Jake was who all the heels going to Hogan faced to get to Hogan. Much like when it was a heel champion, Perfect was the guy they'd face the baby face of a face to go to Savage or to Slaughter. Yep. And they don't do that anymore, like Road Dog said. AEW and WWE are apples and oranges, so comparing them does an injustice to both of them. But the one thing AEW does better is their storytelling. He said it's simple. He goes, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean it's they build this with a simple storyline that you can follow. To where WWE will throw shit against the wall, and if it don't stick, they just abruptly change it without any rhyme or reason. You know, basically yep. he said, stop insulting my intelligence. I don't know. Issues? Some shit just happened. Um, so, my number 10, Rick Rude. Uh, number 9, Cesaro. See? So, my 8 and 7, I put on here because I don't ever honestly see them winning anything other than, like, the mid-title in AEW. Okay. Which is Daniel Garcia for number 8. And Darby Allen for seven. I could see Dar. I could see Darby winning the world. No. Maybe you don't think no. so? No. No. I could see it if he's probably if the, if he does, he's a transitional. I, I don't even see that. He's. I could see him having a match. I could see him being in the title match. At the I could see him having a title match. I mean, fuck. I could see. 
that big ass old security guard having a title match. That don't mean there any threat to win the title. Well, fucking Orange Cassidy had a right. title match. And the reason is, like, to be honest, Adam Cole's really too small to be a world champion. So you go much smaller than him, especially when you've got guys as big as they do. Yeah. I mean, Omega's a good-sized dude. You know, like 6'2", 6'3", legit probably 250, 260. And still looks small compared yeah. to some of the guys they've got. Yeah. So then my number six is Morrison. Will you grab me Elite. Cherry Coke out of the fridge? Yeah. Johnny Elite, you mean? Johnny Elite now. Right. <laughs> Called that. Number five, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler. Number four is Christian. He could do him because he had a couple of world title runs. The world title runs. I just need to one me, more match. To me, that negates being lower mid card. Unless you distinguish it like I did, and you'll see when I get to my list. Number three, Dustin Rhodes. Oh, yeah, 100% agree. Number two, Jarrett. Yeah, he had a, he had the title runs, but like he always faced more of the see I couldn't put Jared in there main reason think about who he did face when he was Intercontinental Champion he faced Sean Hunter He faced Sean, Hunter, Razor, Diesel, right. Road Dog, uh, Dean Douglas. He faced all these guys that are world champions. I mean, he goes to WCW and becomes a world champion. And then, good, bad, or indifferent, say what you want to him. But on a show, you've got to put people where you know they're going to be. So him being the world champion was out of necessity. He knew he was going to be there from week to week. He knew he wasn't going to get posted. He knew he was going to deliver from week to week. Well, not only that, but he knew he wasn't going to get posted away and signed by the bigger company. And he also knew that he was going to make it. He was going to make you hate him. Yeah. Which is one good thing about their podcast. Like when Conrad announced the Jared podcast, there's people, oh, God, I hated him. They listen to the podcast, they're like, oh, he's fucking awesome. So he did his job. I mean, it was all, honestly, it was all the whole promos. J-E-double-F-J-double-R-E-double-T. Ha-ha. Jeff Jarrett. What was a cheesy gimmick? Well, that's like with me watching the, you know, the pay-per-views now with with TNA and NWA. He's a fucking toolback. But I always loved him. I never hated Jarrett. But again, generational divide. I mean, I've never hated Jarrett. When I was a kid, we used to get Memphis Wrestling on Saturdays. We had like a five-hour block of wrestling. Memphis is one of those blocks. So I've seen Jerry come up from little skinny blonde-haired kid to kind of blooming into his own in his early 20s, coming out to Robert Plant, simply irresistible. As you said, making fuck ton of money on eight by tens. <laughs> to being the heel that he was in WWE to being what he was in WCW with the horseman to going back to WWE in the Aztec singlet and again that's why like Jason says this podcast is so good because of the age difference we're going to have difference of opinions right with my number one I had Owen Hart had he lived he'd have been world champion no doubt agree he was supposed to be the game 
Yeah, and um, as, as good as Triple H did with that gimmick and how he took it, ran Owen, with it, and everything. Owen would have done so much better. Owen would have, good God. Because Hunter. Where they dropped the ball with Owen after the screw job, you make him the biggest baby face in the fucking company. His brother's gone. See, Both his brother in laws leave. He stays and he's fighting. I see you make him the biggest heel in the company. Why? Because all he had to do was say, Vince, you did the right thing. I don't think that would have made him a heel. See, I do. because Everybody everybody knew it was the right thing. Exactly, but nobody wants to say it. Right. But if McMahon's taking the heat and he says it, you know what? Maybe he's right. You make him the baby face out of that situation. Even if you do it because now that my brother's gone, I can get a fair shot. Yeah, I don't know if we can wear those shorts. They bunch up like that. Right. Yeah. I was asking about that because mine... All right, Jay Boogie, let's go into the top 100. And I can say I got a top 100 because I've got two factions and an entire division. <laughs> uh, my, more of them cookies? I, I think there may be. Uh, my that number 10. Scrumptious. How did Rodney leave? Oh. Will got them little shorts on and Josh just followed right behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to get a cookie, all right. And he already got his Dr. Pepper. Hey. We hear Will gargling. <laughs> You're drowning. <laughs> oh. oh, number 10. Where are you going to hell? Or should I, do I need to wait on them fuckers to come back outside? Well, I don't know. We're trying to zip through it and record out of order for them. I know. Okay. Uh, number 10 is the entire NWO B team. Uh, they did the black and white NWO when it split off from the Wolfpack. Basically, everybody in there was not really jobber because they were going over all the WCW guys. But but they were going over WCW jobbers. Right. They weren't beating the Steiners and Harlem Heat. And... Well, hell, half Harlem Heat was in the B team. Uh, half the Steiners. Well, uh... I'd probably put him a little bit more on the A-team. Right. Because the A-team, really, let's be honest, you had Henning and Rude, mm-hmm. Hall, Steiner, Buff, Hogan, Norton, and Bischoff. See, I was seeing Norton on more of the B-team, but then you had, like, the Horace Hogans and the... Vincent, Mike Rotunda. Right. Or what, B.K. Wall Street BK Wall or whatever Street. he was at that time. Shut up. Uh, my number nine, I've got an A and B on number nine. Yeah, you missed my number ten. It's the entire NWO B team. There. Number nine, I got I got two. I got Alex Wright. Nice. And draws. Okay. Bella, come on. Scratchy. No, I don't know what happened. I just know it was bleeding a minute ago. Oh. But yeah, I've got Alex Wright and Draws. Uh, Draws, who knows where he would have went if things hadn't happened. Uh, I don't think he was ever going to be the world champion. No. He could have had a good mid-card run. I don't know if he'd ever been an intercontinental champion. Maybe European. I could see that being the limit, but, you know, that's still up there I mean, but think of that. Al Snow was a European champion. He never got above that. Mm-hmm. And he's fucking phenomenal. 
I don't remember uh, Al Snow winning the European. Oh, oh he went all fucking European. Uh-huh. He changed his hometown and everything. I remember now. Never Joe mind. beat Johnny Elite. Well, I told you whoever was coming in was doing a right. job. They're not Number, Bill McCarrick. And, and now here comes the beat down. Number eight. I've got the entirety of the York Foundation. Why we put entire factions in? Okay, for number eight, I've got Richard Morton, Thomas Rich, and Terrence Taylor. I had that good, too. Good list. <laughs> Terrence. Did you? Uh, number seven, I've got Rick Martell in the WCW run near the end when he was feuding with Booker T. And? I don't remember that. It was a three-way feud. That's how Booker T won the title. Oh, oh. I don't know. Perry Saturn. Ah. Because he got hurt in the match with Saturn, ended his career. But I love that Rick Martell, the pleather gear. Yeah. White, black wingtips. <laughs> More personality than he's ever had. What happened? Best friends made, Best the, friends save. made the save for Joe. Is Joe in Chaos Faction? No, Joe's not in. He hadn't been to Japan. I didn't know. Yet. Uh, Yet. Yet. Forbidden Door. Number six. Did you want to climb Number six, I have the entire WCW Cruiserweight division. Well, we really say upper card because they always jerk the show. Well, I'm saying upper mid card because you had the... They would always start the show, then they would always start the second and the third hour. You know why? Because that's when the people were if you'll changing. go back, If you'll go back and watch, your main events for each half hour would start at like 8.55. That way they had two minutes to three minutes to get you interested before Raw came on. Which was genius. Oh, yeah. That was crazy as fuck. I just need... I need him to I mean, guys on there like Super Callow. Fragilistic? Super Chucky? Super Callow. Silver King. Super Chucko? Oh, you wasn't wrestling then. Chuck did a hood gimmick of Super Chucko. Oh, nice. Full hood, wore his Ray-Bans. But, yeah, I mean, guys like that... uh, Silver King. Silver King. Super Uh, Callow. Yeah. Uh, uh, La Parca even. Uh, Fucking love La Parca. Uh, 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 I'm drawing a blank here. Uh, Halloween face. Damien. Damien. I love La Parca. It was Damien 666 until he got signed. Right. It was just Damien. Anytime uh, I did Halloween. 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 Anytime I flipped to WCW, if I saw La Parca, I stopped and watched. Oh, bro. I was telling Jason uh, two weeks ago when we went to RCW and it was just me and him, I started watching Thunders from the first to go to sleep. And then I found out that Peacock actually has a live WWE channel. Did you know that? What? Yeah. If you'll go, like, on the WWE and where it shows, you know, like, the pay-per-views the next thing, if you'll skirt all the way over, it's what's live, and it'll say, like, started three hours ago. It was the first uh, seasons of Raw, so I was watching that. But when I was watching Thunder, it was uh, Yuji Nagata versus La Parca. Oh. And what was it I told you you did out of the Tree of Woe? Ah, shit, what was it? A four, running forearm to the face or something? No, the kick to the gut, wasn't it? Yeah, a running mafia kick to the gut as you're hanging in the tree of woe. And I forgot, I was like, damn, Eugene got it was good. So was LaParka. LaParka was hitting moonsaults flawlessly at his side. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, he was. 
Uh, who you got next? Uh, number five, I got Val Venus. Hello, ladies. I was always a fan. Yeah. I was uh, a fan of him in Mexico. I don't remember. I don't remember him in Mexico. But no, I was always a fan Big of steel. him. <laughs> I fucking love his shirt. Punk. What is it? Abortion rights or human rights. <laughs> Still don't beat his vagina shirt in Texas. Right. Yes. Get one of your own, tell it what to do. <laughs> But no, Val Venus, you knew he wasn't going to go to the main event level just because You knew he wasn't going to pass that Intercontinental title. Right. But he was so fucking good. Matches were flawless. The feud with Kai and Ty was great. Choppy, choppy to PB. His promo work was good. Yeah. He was Shamrock. When he was banging Ryan Shamrock. If it wasn't the Attitude Era and he wasn't stuck with a gimmick, could he have been a world champion? If he was, you know, Sean Morley with his look. I think, I think so because he was good enough. I agree. Yeah. I don't know if he could have done it WWE, but he could have done it WCW. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, they were more the work rate show at that time. Very true. Well, they've always been the work rate show. Uh, number four, I've got D'Lo Brown. Love D'Lo. I was always a huge D'Lo. I was a D'Lo fan for Smoky Mountain. Always a D'Lo mark. I always thought he was one? really good. That's right. I ain't done yet. I still got a few more. I, I saw my number three, and then start closing your book up. I saw Will putting all his shit up, so I'm like, okay, it's time to put our books up. Okay. <laughs> it's like class the, is not exactly. It's like it's the end of class. So. Since when did I lead this shit? The bell does not dismiss <laughs> class. I do. You ever teach teacher tell you that? Oh, yes, it pissed me off. I'm like, I'm going to be late for my next I'm class. Like, no, you ain't. I looked at her and said, fuck you. The bell says bye. I say I bye. I just walk out. Worst case scenario, they're going to send me to the principal's office. In that case, you're like, what'd you do? I was like, I did this. Fuck, Ben. Here, take my card. Go get us food. Or just go lift weights. Okay. All right. Three, I got Especially an AB. when you find out your math teacher's husband's name's Jack and her last name is Hoff. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, wait a minute. Wait, wait, Bob. Rewind. Did you just say your husband's name is Jack? Uh-huh. And your last name is Hoff. Uh-huh. So you took his name when you got married. Yeah. So that means your husband's name is Jack Hoff. Yeah, and I was like, but you're getting little sneakers at this point. I was like, so your husband's name, if I'm getting this straight, is Jack Hoff. And she's like, yeah, I was like, Jack Hoff? Leave my class with pleasure. I hate it, man. I got scolded for that one, but I still got to go this way. It was one, I got scolded. I got scolded like, Damn it, Ben, you can't be doing that. Hey, hey, hey! hey. Thank you. All right, number three, I've got an AB. I got Bobby Roode, the WWE run, and Sami Zayn. WWE run? Well, yeah, it's the only place he's been. Oh, he's in NXT. Yeah. I mean, even NXT, he was he got pushed. right there. He got pushed, but he was He got shaved up. Take a shit is on. Till Owen show up. Huh? Till uh. So I said Owen showed up. up. He won the title, and that was it. Uh, is the next uh. More than things shall take over. Take over. My number two, I've got Dolph Ziggler. And my number one, I've got an A and B, uh, Dean Malenko and Lance Storm. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, so that puts me at mine. I have one, two, three, four. Uh, technically seven. 
since Josh wants to nitpick certain things, mm-hmm. honorable <laughs> mentions. I didn't nitpick shit. Samoa Joe in the Maybe. WWE should have been so much more. Oh, three. Daniels, everywhere he's been. Yes. Uh, they finally gave him a little push in Ring of Honor. Kaz, everywhere he's been. <coughs> All right, since Josh said he didn't pick it apart, let's see if he does it again. The entire York Foundation. He mumbled. And we can even break it up. Terry Taylor, everywhere he's been. He was a regional champion, but was never over huge. I mean, for God's sakes, he was the red fucking rooster. Ricky Morton, anything but tag team wrestling. Tommy Rich, other than when he blew uh, dude to get the world title. Hey, hey. That's how we started the podcast last week. Hey, brother. Hey. <laughs> Go on. Move. You didn't say that one either. Alexander York. No, you didn't say that one. Oh. Move. You're on my no. feet. Uh, and the only one that I could really think from like the territory days, because they didn't really have an upper mid card back then. You had your jobbers. You had your mid-card talent that went for like the territory titles and the national title. Then your U.S. and TV champions were all main event players. Nikita Kolos, Magnum T.A.'s, Tully Blanchard, yeah, Darn Anderson, Steen, You didn't have Lugers. a world title, the world title came to well, your territory. Well, even in N.W.A. when the world title was stationed there, you still had all these other guys. Right. So the only one I could really think of that I never remember seeing going for a title my whole life was Jimmy Boogie Woogie Man Valiant. And when his music would hit, that motherfucker was over. He come out, he had that dusty superstar slang in his tog. He liked to grab Tony Schiavone and kiss him. The Jimmy Valiant and my number 10. I don't think anybody said this one yet, Carlito. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, Again, had all the potential in the world. Had his demons not got him, he may have been a world champion. Yeah, but he just, held every other title. He was U.S. champ, won yep. the Intercontinental title his first night, U.S. US title his first night on Raw. Yeah. Beat Cena for both of them, or no, beat Shelton for the Intercontinental title. Cena for the U.S. Uh, Hurricane. Mm. Shane Hams is fucking incredible. Shane's Stand great. Back. No fucker chopped down on foot. Yeah, big footed bastards. Yeah, he's your fucking dog. And bitches. Uh, number eight, our truth. Fuck yes. Anybody else say R-Truth? No. How did y'all miss R-Truth from upper mid-cards? Because I was thinking NWA heavyweight champion. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about w, just the WWE run like I did with some of the other guys. Yeah. R-Truth. Well, he wasn't R-Truth when he was the world champion. He was Ron, Ron Killings. So it's two different characters. He was the truth. The truth. Uh, Eric Young, everywhere he's been, mm-hmm. they give him a two-week run with a world title in TNA. That's it. Deserved way more than that. Fundamentally sound, great in the ring. Uh, number six, Robert Roode's WWE run after NXT. His TNA run was great. His NXT run was great. They shit to bed with him because that could be a world champion. He could leave right now and go to AEW and be a credible contender for their world title, and nobody would bat an eye. No. Because he looks the part, he sounds the part, he is the part, he has it. Number five, another one nobody mentioned. Chavito, Chavo Guerrero Jr. Good hand, never really won any singles titles because they tied him in with Los Guerreros in WWE. He had the ECW title for a little bit. That don't count. That, that's a big card title at that point. I was about point. to say, he had a little bit of success in WCW. <laughs> yeah, he was cruiserweight champion, but yeah. immediately it was him and Eddie teaming, but again... Fundamentally sound, 
he was the head trainer and matchmaker for Lucha Underground. He's the uh, match choreographer for Young Rock right now. So Chavito's good. Number four, Goldust. Uh, as that character, he was never going to be world champion. We all knew that. As Dustin, at that time when he came back to WCW, you knew he'd never been world champion. Had he not left to become Gold Dust, Dustin Rhodes at that point could have become world champion, I think. But I get that him and his dad got into it. They had that tension. He had to go find to go himself, thing, and he yeah. did, and become a star out of it. Number three is Shelton Benjamin. Jason, hurry. Uh, for obvious reasons. We've, we've talked about how fucking phenomenal Shelton sure. is. Uh, I mean... I don't think pound for pound there's a better wrestler in the world than Shelton Benjamin. No. I mean, he can do submission, he can do wrestling, he can do you know, mat wrestling, he can do high flying. Uh, he's got good size, he's got a good look, he's believable in any and everything he does. I mean, yeah, that's a fucking star. My number two, I have an A and a B. Number two A is Hacksaw Butch Reed. Again, uh, Depending on which rumors you believe, he was supposed to be the Intercontinental Champion when Honky got it, but he no-showed. He was good in the territories. like He was a big star for Watts, big heel for Watts, but never won any major titles anywhere other than the NWA World Titles. But go back and watch his match. If you don't think he was great, go back and watch his match on that clash against Flair. And number two, B, another one nobody said, Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn. Billy had every tool to be a world champion. He's Hulk Hogan size. He's six six or six seven, six eight, legit probably two ninety, a solid fucking muscle. He can move in the ring, he can go in the ring. But the way he was booked never made you believe he could get to that next level. The promo with the rock, rock is what yeah. killed. killed him. Yep. Because yeah, he won the ninety nineteen to the ring at that point. Yep. But he never got a chance to cash it in for a title. And match. number one, Dean Malenko. And the only reason Malenko's on this list instead of my B-plus player list, he can't really cut a promo. And he's very undersized. Yes. So unless he was wrestling the cruiserweights, he was outmatched in any other match he was in. I mean, Benoit was so much bigger than him. Eddie was so much bigger than him. Uh, so that's, uh, that's mine. Next week, our top list will be next week's top 10 list is going to be openers who you want to open a show if you were booking your show who would be the 10 people you would send out there whether or not it's them cutting a promo getting the crowd hyped up or just going out and having a banger of a fucking match to get the crowd into it so if you like wwe you want to book triple h and the 2000 promos that lasted 20 minutes and you thought he was going to come a Baptist preacher, huh? And I think he was mystical, huh? <laughs> if you're a WCW fan, you want Cruiserweight. Cruiserweight. If you're an NWA fan back in the day, you want over-talent and a jobber. But you want babyface. So this list is going to be a little different, too, because of the generational gap we have. But uh, So, Pops? Yeah, we'll uh, take a break real quick right here. Come back, close the show out, give you our pops, and uh, let you know what's pop going on. At, weasel cause the weasel go pop. Let you know what's going on at RCW this coming Saturday. So we'll be right back.
I'm trying to get sued by Smart Mark. Oh, okay. Because he's not a real lawyer and I want to see what he sends. <laughs> I cease and don't do it. He'll give me a, a, a shut up and stop list for in Knoxville <laughs> through Cardona. Motherfucker. Hey, are you Ben Thrasher? Yeah, here, this is from Smart Mark. God damn it, Ben. You know what I'll do? You know what I'll do? But my contract says I don't have to do any calisthenics, I feel unnecessary, and I'm going to piss on that bitch right in the Civic Center. <laughs> you got to film that, though. Okay. Okay. It'll so, be on the tickety talk. So, going with that. But I didn't go back and look at it, so we'll talk about TikTok later. Yes. So, keeping up with the way we said, the top 300 ended with me. So, I will do pops for the first time. Uh, last week, I told everybody how I got insurance. Mm -hmm. uh, so proud of it last night. We're standing in line to go to the concert. I pulled my ID out, showed it to the door guy. I was like, look, Jason. And I showed him my insurance card. Uh, so, uh, I also told you that my regular physical therapist didn't take my insurance. So, I have found a new physical therapist that takes my insurance and I actually go see them Thursday tomorrow at 3 p.m. to start getting this stuff where I can move around again. So I'm thankful for that. So that's my poppy pop. All right. There's on. Uh, my pop. School's almost out, so I, gotta, I don't have to take college to school early in the morning with zero sleep. That's good. That's good. Uh, my pop this week is actually going to be uh, something that we've already talked about. See what I did there? I see I'm picking up what you're laying down. Had date night last night with the girl over here. Me and Benjamin went to the uh, Mammoth WVH Which concert. Which Wolfgang Von Halen. Van Halen. Van Halen. Von Colt was Von Colt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at the signal Girls. last night. Girls. It was a, Girls. It was a hell of a show. It was nice to get out. Open night have was to, badass. Oh, yeah. The Naked Gypsy Queen. Make sure if you're going to look them up, you type in Naked, naked Gypsy Queen. Because if you just type in The Gypsy Queen, this is a whole woo. They it's, different. It's different. <laughs> but no, it was fun to go out, not think about nothing for a couple of hours, and just have fun. Have fun with, with, my, with my girl. With the homie. Plan and on doing that a little bit more. Maybe we can get Wilbur and Josh to tag along with us on one. Yeah, especially the Pop Evil one. That'd be badass, and it's on a Sunday too. And not only that, but just some of the other ones that we looked up. Oh, there's there. some there's badass like, shit coming. There's like Black an Label '80s Society. night, Black Label Society. Yeah, so there's a fucking emo night. And the cool <laughs> thing is, like, we went on a Tuesday night, and we were home by eleven. We were home. Yeah. I was home at ten thirty, and you know they started playing. Said the show started at eight. They come on stage like the opening act come on stage like seven forty and like played. I think all ten of their songs they've got released. Yeah, they played for a good thirty forty five yeah, minutes. Yeah, and then uh, Mammoth played, so that was good. It wasn't three songs, fifteen minutes, no covers. Right. Damn. I was hoping. He said, <laughs> I want to rock. What? I was hoping he grabbed the mic and said, "I want to rock." All right, uh, William. So mine we're going to cover in depth to later. We already have. We already have. We already have. Well, yeah, but NWA trip. And this is all Wilbur's idea, folks. Yes. Yeah, well, he totally, totally, he totally say, unexpected. Tickets. Yeah, he, he <laughs> sends out a thing in our group text and is like, NWA is going to be in Knoxville for a pay-per-view. 
who's down? And I was like, you know, the out of work motherfucker over here <laughs> is the only one responding. I was mowing grass to be, to, to, to be fair. I was like, how much your ticket? So he shows me the ticket price. I was like, yeah, I'm down. I, I can swing that. And then lo and behold, Josh finally kind of vaguely gives us an answer. <laughs> Jason still don't. Jason doesn't answer for shit. So Will like, does the smart thing and asks his boss if he can have the weekend off. <laughs> By boss, we mean wife. And Jennifer's exact words were, tell him, Will. So I literally start my text. I'm like, hey, so I have an idea. I won't push if you think it's a bad idea. And I explain the whole trip. And she says, bye-bye, LOL. Please, take him. <laughs> to which after I was told that, I'm like, okay. Either she gets it and she knows we need a weekend, or she's like, fuck this guy, get him the fuck away from me before I divorce his ass. Or like what I told you, I told Jason last night, so it either means she's, you know, she's getting better, or she's tired of you, and it's my turn to move in. Because it can't be be Will, because, you know, he's gay, so he can't really be the husband, but I'm the side piece, so I'm next in line. Right. That'd be awkward when you come to visit every Tuesday to do the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's all jokes. Like, it's all jokes, people. Well, feel like whenever well, you came and got the kids when we were living with the black hole. Well, most of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's all jokes. Well, most of it. Most of it. <laughs> but no, she... Good pop there, Wilbur. She just... She totally got it. She was like... Well, we already went over that. I know. <laughs> but yeah, she did. And, uh, you I know, we, so. we talked last night and we told you guys that in a group chat that uh, we're going to make this a yearly event. Yes. And before y'all got here today, I was telling Will, I was like, it don't even have to be centered around a wrestling show. Something. Now, granted, we could look at all the wrestling shows coming up throughout the calendar year (laughs) from NWA, AEW, WWE, and figure out if there's one we wanted to go to, we could center our weekend around it. Fucking AEW's coming in both fucking Savannah and fucking Atlanta. But that's Wednesday. We can't schedule a weekend around a Wednesday show. I know. Now, if we find one where they're doing a live rampage on a Friday night, where are you going? All right, love you, bye. Be careful. See people I didn't kill her last week. I thought she was done gone. I thought she left like a half hour ago. Uh, Kylie texted and asked if she could stay till nine. Oh, okay. All right, so Josh. All right, mine. Hold on. House related? Nope. Job related? Nope. Kid related? Nope. Family? Nope. Pussy? Nope. Well, damn, what else is there in the world? You're about to find out. All right, so back in 20... 20- Dick! <laughs> Fuck you, you piece of shit! <laughs> Okay. This so, one time in 2021, you sucked a dick, and now you realize, and now you realize that you enjoy it. And as Will's walking around in these booty huggers, <laughs> you can't stand it because you can see every vein in his meaty, throbbing cock. Is it working out? <laughs> no. That's what the cold opening was going to be about, but Josh had to fuck it up. Well, we, I still got it in, <laughs> Jeff. But no. You. When I had COVID in 2020, one of the... <laughs> you dumb bitch. Hey, Fuck hey, off. hey, Fuck hey, off. hey. I listen, this. listen, I second this pop with him because I had the same experience last night. Please continue. So back in 2020, I got diagnosed with COVID. And anybody that knows both of us knows that is our choice. Yes. One of the things when I recovered it took away was my love for Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper was my favorite drink. But it tasted like, like straight, straight syrup. syrup. It tasted god-awful to where I ca- stopped drinking it completely. 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 Like I started drinking Mountain Dew's teas, lemonade. Like- Anything that had flavor. Yeah. Because even after you come out of COVID, there was still something like, I just now got to where I could eat ketchup again because all right. I tasted in it was acid. That's what right. Dr. Pepper was. It was just nothing but acid. Yeah, it was. You know, and Bill's like, 
oh, I, I got my, I got my taste back. It tastes good. I was like, man, I hate this. And the reason I did was because Jason had forgot that I said I couldn't drink Dr. Pepper anymore. So he comes back from the concert last night and hands me a Dr. Pepper. And I didn't say anything. I just drink it. And as soon as I take that drink, it's like that that explosive burn, like yes. drinking a McDonald's Coke through a straw too fast. You know, oh. like where your heart stops for a second. And you're like, oh, woo. No, I'm alive. Woo, I'm alive. And I told Jason, he's like, oh, man, I'm sorry. I was like, please don't be. I looked at I literally looked at the bottle, Josh, and I said, "I missed you. I love you." <laughs> yeah, Ben and J Jennifer were both like, well, "Why don't you just try it again? Get you a little bit." So literally, after we ate dinner, luckily, Will brought one today. So I poured a little bit in there, and you can ask Jennifer and Ben. As soon as I took that first sip, I was like, "He was like a kid that walked downstairs in 1989 on Christmas morning, and there sat the LJN ring with all the figures and a fucking Nintendo beside it with WrestleMania and, and with the gun." <laughs> and the power pad. So, no pad, get, getting the, the taste back for that, it just, it made my world because I got my favorite drink back. That's always been my go-to drink. I can relate. Hey! Anthony Henry! Who's he wrestling? And his fine ass. And him and JD? Yeah, him and JD against yep. Swerve, Swerve and, and Bearcat. Oh, they're doing a yob. Again, no, no again, our buddy is on Dynamite again. Remember I told you they flew into Pittsburgh to do a job? Now, now he's back, so... To, uh, Houston. They're about to sign him, I believe. Uh, we're in Georgia. It's pronounced Houston. 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 Because Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> Houston? Take it to Houston. Well, I guess that covers our poppies. <laughs> so we want to sign the fuck off. Yeah, we're going to get the fuck out of here. We, now remember, uh, just because we said Anthony Henry's on TV, we're filming this shit. Wait the fuck out of order. So don't think that we, were, we started when we told you and we're ending right, like now at... 841. That's that's not how time. This is a space-time continuum. No, we just confused time, bro. I don't have to. <laughs> Peace out, fuckers. Adios.